All right, you guys, how's it going? Hold on, I gotta turn this up just a little bit. I'm a little too quiet for my taste. All right, welcome to the show. We got a lot to talk about. I'm not gonna belabor the politics too much this episode because uh, the Israel stuff is kind of important, but not in the way that you think. Now, even then, I don't even want to spend too much time on it. Um, but I do have quite a few things to say about the whole issue. Uh, so before we get started, we are live right now on Rumble. Shout out to everybody on Rumble. Thank you guys so much for joining. Hold on, let me make sure that everything is uh, running smoothly over there. I think it is. Um, I'm almost certain that it is. But uh, you know, we gotta we gotta double check. We gotta verify everything. And of course, before I do that, we are live on Trovo, D Live, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and of course, for those who want that audio only experience, I am on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else where podcasts exist. Links, of course, are in the description. Uh, feel free to um, check that out. Let me go ahead and... Uh, man, I hate the way that um, Rumble organizes itself. Okay, so we are live for sure on uh, on Rumble. Okay, so that's excellent. That's excellent news. Uh, doesn't look that great. What the fuck is going on with my Rumble? Oh, okay, never mind. It just, it just fixed itself. All right. All right, well, uh, I'm also testing out some new features on uh, Restream, the schedule thing. I think the scheduling worked, so that's fantastic. It's Tuesday night in October the 10th, 2023, and there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now, and a lot of it's got nothing to do with me. A lot of it has absolutely nothing to do with me, but everybody's chiming in on this Israel stuff, and uh, you guys, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We're going to let everybody pile in first. Uh, man, dude, it's just driving people fucking crazy. When they get on Twitter really quick, uh, over here on the on the display, uh, I'm gonna show you guys. Like, I I I I just saw this this post from uh, Devin Tracy, or atheism is unstoppable, and dude, just the, the rhetoric, the rhetoric is insane. The intensity of this event is insane, and and the fact that it's it's like you know people are so hyped up about it. Uh, that's a problem, in my estimation. Uh, that means the propaganda is working uh, for the most part. Uh, that means that people are becoming ideologically possessed. They're being put in a trance by the propagandists that essentially work for the Israeli government. And um, that's not what I'm going to do. Hopefully I can talk about this in a reasonable way. Uh, of course, I'll be sober and, uh, and it'll be very necessary. It'll be very, very necessary. Uh, but let's just get into some fun stuff really quick. Uh, so yeah, uh, interviewing Biden, the saddest thing. As you couldn't finish the sentences, ex-ESPN host Sage Steele says. Yeah, uh, this is pretty obvious to the majority of us uh, who have to witness this uh, idiot, especially me doing the streaming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't finish the sentence. Yeah, dude, uh, like where have you been? I don't know. She's relatively young and attractive, so she probably has anything better to do than to watch a shitty Joe Biden speech. Joke, joke Biden. Former ESPN host Sage Steele said that interviewing President Biden was the saddest thing because he seemed confused and couldn't finish his sentences. Oh, yeah, we, we know that. That's not news to us. But it is to this uh, stunning and brave woman with very big hair. He struggled, Steele said, uh, of the oldest president in the U.S. history who trailed off on topics even then more than two years ago. So forget about politics. I don't care. I didn't vote for him. Steele told Bill Maher on his uh, Club Ransom podcast Sunday, admitting she thinks Biden is a terrible president. Ooh, and, th and this is a target demo for the, the, the Democrats. And if they're losing this woman, an educated, you know, she's in the press, 
She's well spoken. She's well dressed. She's got big sexy hair. You know, she's if Biden's losing these people. He's in a lot of trouble. And we're going to get into some polling, and none of it is good for Joe Biden, the illegitimate president of the United States. However, that made me sad, she said, of his apparent confusion. The human aspect of what we're witnessing right now, to me, is heartbreaking. Uh, no, it's not. He's an adult. He is, apparently can beat people up and, like, can, and, and like outflank them in a push-up contest. Uh, there's not, he's just an idiot. Or... Or it's elder abuse. I'm leaning more towards he's an idiot because uh, he's always been an idiot. He's never been an impressive senator, to say the least. She said of the now 80-year-old president facing escalating pressure over his age and a series of gas as he runs to stay in office. Steele told the comedian <laughs> that she interviewed Biden in March of 2021 for a pre-recorded segment ahead of the MLB's opening day that year. It was via satellite. It wasn't in person. Oh, dude, that's even worse. She can see the cognitive decline via satellite. Pathetic. She explained, noting that she had to stall the chief executive as they waited for technical issues to be resolved. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I can't stand this guy, man. I cannot stand this guy. Well, we got to move on. Um, let's close out of that. Unaccompanied migrant kids seen selling candy in New York City subways. Shameful, disgusting, blatant child abuse. Uh, yeah, but nobody seems to really give a shit, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so these uh, these stunning and brave little children uh, crossing the border. Uh, this is their fate here in America. I, I can't imagine it's that much different from wherever it is that they came from. Uh, but this is our strength. Having uh, young children... Unaccompanied, uh, unaccompanied migrant kids selling candy in New York City subways. Well, hopefully none of them get culturally enriched by our criminal population that is coddled by the Democratic Party. Let's watch this video really quick. Oh, wait, there's no audio. What's going on here? All right, so where's the candy selling? Where's the little kid selling the candy? All right, so this is a bunch of uh, illegal aliens getting on buses and shit. All right, so here we go. So we got a little tiny Mexican kid selling Welch's fruit snacks and, uh, a, and a bunch of other unhealthy shit. Uh, unaccompanied migrant children are navigating the bowels of the city's subway system and trains to peddle candies to strangers. On Wednesday, an 11-year-old migrant girl exited an uptown B train at the 59th Street Columbus Circle Station all on her own. <laughs> all on her own, really? Carrying a cardboard box filled with peanut M&M Skittles and Kinder Buenos for sale. My mother is on the other side, the child told the Post in Spanish before running off solo to tug at riders' jackets and pant legs and offer treats for $2 a pop. The mom, who had been selling goodies on the downtown platform, did not say where she and, and her daughter were from. You can probably just tell just by looking at them or staying and declined to speak further. Oh, that's smart. You, don't, you definitely don't want to talk to the press. You can incriminate yourself for sure. Last week, a young girl in a purple jacket was spotted toting a box full of candy while traveling alone between subway cars aboard a sea train. According to footage shared on X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, the child has been spotted repeatedly selling candy, usually between 14th and 59th Street stations during rush hour, and was believed to be six years old, according to the video's poster. Unbelievably pathetic. This is pathetic, man. Like, this is, uh, dude, this is what our country has been reduced to. Little children uh, peddling... Uh, shit goy slop 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know why she has to do this. You know, these these people get free fucking housing, free medical care. They get a stipend from the government. They get a free phone. Dude, that little girl's got a smartphone. She's playing with it right now. My mother is on the other side. The child told the post in Spanish before running. Okay, uh, this is shame. Oh, here we go. This is shameful, disgusting, blatant child abuse. One user said minors under the age of 14 are not allowed to work at any time, either after school or during summer vacation, according to the uh, state office of children and family services. Okay. Uh, a veteran NYPD transit officer at the Columbus circle station said she had seen dozens of migrant children shilling candies on their own in recent months including when they should be in class and was concerned for their safety. Well, you're, oh, this is a veteran NYPD transit officer. Well, what are you doing? You're, you're an authority figure. What are, what are you doing about this? Detain these people and deport them. Despite warning parents about their kids' vulnerability when they come to pick them up at the precinct, she said, oh, so they're getting picked up. Uh, okay. She said she has seen the same young faces return again and again on the train platforms. Wow, so they don't fucking listen. Go figure. No matter how you tell them, you talk to them, you hold them, you say this over and over, and they still do it, she told the Post. Others were shocked by the proliferation of underage sellers on their own. It makes the country look like a third world country. Dude, we are a third world country. We are not a serious country. We don't even have borders. We don't even have borders. It's a horrible scene. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. Olivia Yeager, 20, fretted that even if the pint-sized sales kids are peddling candy outside of school hours, the solitary gig still could hinder their education. Yeah, absolutely. Just got here. Did I miss World War III yet? No, AC, what's up? Welcome. No one has missed World War III yet. We're going to get to that in a minute because I got some thoughts. I got some thoughts about that. And it's just going to be me tonight, no cheese. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, nonetheless... We are live everywhere. Uh, let me double check and make sure that I'm still on Rumble. Boo-boo. Yeah, we're still on Rumble. We're still on Rumble. Shout out to everybody that's watching there. I sincerely appreciate you joining me tonight. Um, but, uh, you know, let's back to the story. Uh, so, yeah, this is, uh, this is fucking embarrassing. And, of course, Eric Adams, this fucking goofball here, he flew to, uh, I guess, south of the border. He flew south, like Guadalajara or something and, He's like, I'm going to go see what we can do about finding a solution. And, and he was under the impression that, you know, performing this stunt would somehow deter illegal immigration. I, I don't know what was what was his angle. I don't really care. He's an idiot. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that happened. What else have we got going on here? Uh, yeah, uh, in Chicago, uh, Governor Pritzker of Illinois it's going to get cold in Chicago and New York very soon. And there are lots of other places in the country that illegal immigrants might want to consider going. That's a really great way of deterring uh, illegal immigrants. It's like, yeah, dude, our, uh, our city sucks dick. It's going to be fucking freezing. A lot colder than what you brown people are used to. So you guys should just leave. Uh, yeah, we're a sanctuary city. Yeah, we want you guys here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we talk a big game. However, it's going to get real cold and you guys should probably fuck off is what Governor Pritzker is saying. That's basically what he's saying here. Uh, here, let's, let's watch this clip. This is a really short clip here. Oh, really quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Um, it's Nat, the new co-host. Uh, yeah, dude, it's Nate. Nate with a giant N on his T-shirt. Isn't he hilarious? He's adorable. Um, yeah, he's going to be making... Uh, we're going to be doing YouTube shorts together, me and Nate, and also have a, another character that will be joining us. And uh, the NPC will also be a part of that. Um, I'm also rebuilding 
my garage kind of because it's a fucking mess. It was destroyed a long time ago by someone else. I don't want to start drama. So someone destroyed my garage. So I'm going to get new cabinets. I got these really dope ass, um, you know, particle board, laminate work, uh, work surfaces. And it's, it's going to look so clean and I can't wait to show it off to everybody. Can you make a Hassan puppet? I probably can, but it would come off as kind of racist, you know, because he's a Islamic jihadi sort of, and I don't want to be, I don't want to do like brown face, you know, I don't want to get accused of like offensiveness. Um, so I got to be very careful doing caricatures of somebody like that. Uh, not only that, dude, the guy's a total fruitcake. He's like, oh, dude, those Mujahideen, the brave soldier, it's like a giant lisp. Like, look, I don't sound the most masculine, but in my defense, I had a horrible illness that changed my voice. That's my excuse. Like Hassan Piker just sounds like a bitch. Uh, let's see. I would like a Chaz puppet with autism hat. The problem with doing a green beetle is that it's green. While I am a green skin, I love the green. The puppets can't be green because they will not interact or interface well with the green screen when I am, uh, you know, performing and doing shit. I would have to get a blue screen and just like, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not up for that to be honest. Um, so, anyways, uh, we're gonna watch this short clip from uh, the fat and disgusting Governor Pritzker. By the way. Uh, this is the dude that basically propelled Obama to the presidency. The, the, the Prisker family, very, very powerful people. And they're like, that's the guy. That's him. And they pointed out Obama and then they, you know, got him into the White House. And, and then, then folks, folks shouldn't, should, should, should be told that it's, it's going to get cold in Chicago and New York very soon. And, and there are lots of other places in the country that they might want to consider going. And, and the White House and the federal government should be facilitating that. And oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, dude. So basically he's saying, yeah, Biden, take these fucking people, send them back to Texas, send them to Florida. Hell, maybe even Arizona or Nevada. It's nice and warm over there. That's basically what he's saying. Uh, very unfortunate. Uh, let's see what some of the commenters are saying real quick. Nobody told you mayors what sanctuary city actually means. Yeah, I know. Is being a sanctuary city contingent on weather? It's a warm winter in the in the countries of origin. Yeah, dude, no shit. Yeah, send them back to where they came from. You know, like the, the funny thing is, it's like, you know, we were told that President Trump said that the countries that these people are coming from are, are shitholes. Allegedly, he said this. And then the left, the modern left, said that they're not. That they're wonderful, beautiful places. Okay, so then why do they need to be here? And then, so I asked him, like, well, is there a war going on in Latin America? Is, is there, like, some kind of, like, massive conflict south of our border that I'm not aware of? No. Okay, so that, that lends credence to it not being a shithole. Are there, is there a famine south of our border that I'm not aware of? That someone didn't clue me in on. Uh, no, actually, I don't even need to answer that. I got eyes. I can see all the fucking people doing the Macarena across the border. All them fucking fat, overweight, not healthy at all. I don't know how they're fucking making the trip. Well, I know how they're being dropped off. They're more fed. They're better fed than myself. So they're not starving. There's no war. And their countries aren't shitholes. Yeah, just send them back. Dude, the weather's great over there. The weather's really good. All right, so we got, uh, what else we got here? All right, dudes. Now we got to get into the serious shit. Hold on, make sure we're not, uh, we already went through that. Oh, man. This Israeli conflict, dude. It's, uh, like, Dick Marisison, he sent out a really good tweet. And he said that 
it's totally okay to not have an opinion about this conflict. It's totally okay to not pick a side and to have a hot take or any of that. And I certainly don't, but I'm going to be making fun of everybody else. And some of the, let's, if I'm being serious with everybody, one thing that I don't like and something that I personally don't like to do is advocate, celebrate, promote violence or harm against people. Cause I believe that introduces bad omens into one's life. So if I were to be saying that's what they get or something in regards to what happened in Israel, I feel like the Lord would punish me for saying and doing something so evil. And with that being said, uh, so we're not going to do that here. And I think people who are doing that are disgusting. And, and like the whole thing is just making me mad. Not because like the actual incident itself, because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't really give a fuck what is happening in Palestine. I don't give a fuck what is happening to Israel. Those countries cannot exist tomorrow. Do not fucking care. It's got nothing to do with me. I do not have a strong opinion about them. But the politics, the conversations, the reactions, all the players involved is making me kind of salty. So long story short, Israel was invaded by violent terrorists who are Islamic or Muslim or whatever. And all throughout the United States for the past couple days, Muslims, whether they be U.S. citizens or illegally here, have been taken to the streets and they're dancing and they're celebrating the barbarism, the violence that has taken place. And that makes me mad, not because of what they're doing, but because I'm told I'm a bad guy because I wear a Trump hat, unironically. I'm a bad guy because I want to maintain the texture of this country. I'm a bad guy because I don't want to be replaced. And I don't like the direction that the nation is being taken by the Democratic Party. I get falsely accused of consorting with literal Nazis. I get accused of uh, you know committing these fake hate crimes. But here we have literal Muslims, uh, whether they be American or not, in the U.S., dancing and celebrating and cheering on the, the senseless violence that has taken place. And no one seems to give a fuck, at least in the legacy media. People like myself and Cernovich, et cetera, we notice. That kind of chaps my ass, you know, because I, I was told that racism and bigotry and, and promotion and celebration of violence is like the worst thing in the world. And apparently the only people doing it are guys like me who wear Trump hats. Uh, that really fucking pisses me off, man. That really, really pisses me off. I'd be a liar if I said it didn't upset me. And there's also people on Twitter. Many of them are, I guess, sympathetic towards my worldview or they're, they're adjacent to what I believe. Promoting and celebrating genocide against the Palestinians. Uh, you know, I, I just... First off, if you're going to be talking tough, you better be tough. If you're going to be celebrating, promoting, um, you know, war, strap on some fucking boots, enlist, and you get your ass over there and show us how fucking tough you are. Because behind the keyboard, you don't impress me. Your violent rhetoric does not impress me. Not in the least bit. And, you know, the people that, like, want this, that, that like, cheer for the song, man... If this was in your backyard, you'd be shit in your pants. You would be crying. You would get PTSD. It'd be over for you. 
AC writes, Israel should encourage concealed carry. If you add that with a one or two year mandatory service training, then they would have had a, uh, a better odds. If you don't hit that like button, then your uh, your people your people will shrink once World War Three starts. It, it won't have to shrink; it'll, it'll just get blown off. Yeah, please hit the like button, guys. Uh, before I go, you know what? Let me let's go to this notification. I just wanted to highlight this response that uh, that I had to uh, Devin. Tra- <gasps> oh God, excuse me, Devin Tracy. Look at and again, I, I generally like Devin Tracy. He goes by atheism is unstoppable. I got no animus towards this guy. I just have a disagreement. And he writes, so he's responding to a a post. The Israeli police are beating their people who are protesting against the bombing of Gaza Strip. Hamas, terrorists, hashtag, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to watch the video. Devin Tracy replies, good. First of all, they aren't beating them. They are dispersing them. Secondly, fuck them. And thirdly, this is now a war. We are in wartime. They should all get the coach red pill treatment right about now. Let's go Israel. Time to flex. First off, Devin, uh, as much as I like your content and I think you're the shit in many regards, but, uh, you know, you're also kind of a bitch. You know, if you're going to put, if you're going to, you know, talk tough, uh, why don't you reveal yourself on camera? Why don't you show who you really are instead of hiding behind a fucking avatar? While you talk this tough. And and also, what's this? We are in a war time. Fuck you. I am not in a war. I am not fighting for Israel. I'm not going to die for Israel. I am not Israeli. And I don't really give a fuck about the Palestinians either. I'm not going to fight for Palestine or cheer on Palestine. There's no we here, dude. There's no fucking we here. Let's go Israel. Uh, how about no? You ever thought about what victory for Israel would look like? Because I did, and it's pretty fucking terrible. If hypothetically, and if it's even possible, I don't really know. Israel ends up winning this conflict, and they completely destroy Gaza. Um, that would look, in my estimation, uh, that would be a genocide, right? It would be a genocide. Um, or even worse than that, they would displace the entire population of the Gaza Strip, roughly around 1.52 million people, and the Israeli officials and some, I guess, Israeli influencers, they're talking about deporting them to Europe, sending them to Australia, Canada, America. We're fucked. They don't want to live with them. They don't want them around because they're not good enough for Israelis, but, but they're good enough for us, apparently. You know, all these people obviously have a sick up their ass about the Palestinians. Where do you think they're going to go? They're going to come here. And that's, again, I just don't know who wins or who loses. Uh, I just feel that whatever the outcome, we're going to end up having to pay for it. How does this impact people like ourselves? Again, I I, I generally don't want to talk about this kind of stuff because it's, again, it's a million miles away. I don't really give a fuck about either side. I don't care if they both cease to exist. It's got nothing to do with me. But because this is happening, the United States has become is going to become a lot less safe. A lot of people are revealing to themselves, um, you know, not even. We're seeing just how many 
of these ideologically possessed individuals from the Middle East are in, in the U.S. They're everywhere in large numbers. And they have the assistance of the permanent government. They have the assistance of Antifa, BLM, uh, the assistance and support of the Democratic Party. There's literally members of Congress that are sympathetic and incredibly supportive of this terrorist organization. Needless to say, Israel is no better. As a matter of fact, they might arguably they might arguably be worse. They sunk the USS Liberty. You know the the Mossad. You know they they clearly had foreknowledge of what was going to happen on 9-11. There was a news piece done by one of the major news outlets about these dancing Israelis recording before the towers were destroyed and obviously afterwards. And they were dancing and they were reported to the FBI. And all that was just kind of swept under the rug. Fortunately, the press kind of reported on it. Uh, it this is what I noticed. The Israelis are dancing. The Palestinians are dancing. The, the Democrats are dancing. It seems like everyone, all these fucking evil people are dancing. It's probably why I get so like angry and like disgusted when I see these TikTok videos because I see the people in them dancing around as evil. <sighs> we got more though. One thing I'm not going to do is kind of fuel... Uh, the hate, <laughs> lack of better words. Before I read this, uh, let's see. I don't have enough to lose. Let me hit that like. Hey, what's up, Green Ghost? Welcome. New York, October 10th, 2023. This is a uh, law firm. Today, Winston and Strawn learned that a former summer associate published a certain inflammatory, a, a certain inflammatory comments, uh, published certain inflammatory, what's going on with this grammar here? Inflammatory comments regarding Hamas, recent terrorist attack on Israel and distributed to the NYU Student Bar Association. These comments are profoundly in conflict with Winston and Strawn's values as a firm. Accordingly, the firm has rescinded the law student's offer of employment. As communicated yesterday to all Winston personnel, we remain outraged and deeply saddened by the violent attack on Israel over the weekend. Our hearts go out to our Jewish colleagues, their families, and all those affected. Winston stands in solidarity with Israel's right to exist in peace and condemns Hamas and the violence and destruction it was. Uh, it has ignited in the strongest terms possible. We look forward to continuing to work together to eradicate anti-Semitism in all forms and to the day when hatred, bigotry, and violence against all people have been eliminated. Our strength lies in our unity, empathy, and shared humanity. So it's not enough to just not be a horrible person. They got to be against it. They got to fight it. They got to eradicate it. So if you even are eliminated, my bad, they even su suspect that you're one of these evildoers, even if they're wrong, which they usually are, you, they, they're gonna, their mission is to eliminate you. Robert Barnes replies, I still oppose people getting fired over their political beliefs, even if I strongly disagree with those political beliefs. Uh, I don't. Well, uh, let me see. Do I have that? Uh, do I have their post? No, I don't. Um, if one of my employees was promoting and celebrating violence, they are not going to work for me. I don't think this is a free speech issue uh, for the most part. Um, I think promoting and celebrating violence is a bridge too far for somebody like myself. Like genuinely. You have Mother Stream, uh, Mother Stream pending, so I called you late and... 
uh, Rainbow, I am sorry for the homosexual thing against you. Hold on. I don't even know what you're saying. Mother stream? Friedrich Marx, you got to be more clear in your speech, brother, because it's confusing. But, uh, you know, there, there's, another th there's another reason why I, I just kind of want to avoid this whole uh, is Israel versus Hamas conflict. Uh, <laughs> there's just a lot of fucking bullshit that people are falling for. Like, this one was a big one. Israeli army tells Anadullah uh, that they have no information confirming allegations that Hamas beheaded babies. So this is like a, there was this journalist, this fake news journalist, meandering around, I guess, the conflict zone, the, the, the war zone. And they were telling this very great story about uh, Hamas gathering up all these little babies and beheading them. For whatever reason, uh, that's a thing. Uh, um, you have another stream pending? What do you mean pending? Where? Where would I have it pending? Oh, you know what? Um, let me deal with that. I know what you mean now. Apologize, guys. We gotta we gotta troubleshoot in real time. You know, that's how we that's how we roll. I'm gonna have to test this shit out. Oh yeah, we'll be damned. What the fuck? All right, give me a minute, guys. I'm gonna delete that fucking horse shit right there. I think I know what I did, and I am going to prevent myself from uh, making that making that mistake again. Here, I'm deleting that shit really quick. I sincerely apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for the confusion. Let me delete that pending bullshit. Yeah, thanks for the heads up, Friedrich Marx. Very necessary that that was uh, brought to my attention. Um. Okay. Till the errors are resolved. No, this is not made for children. Okay. All right. So we're back. We are back. As long as everything else is good. Uh, let's see. One of your uh, super base views uh, came in the chat and said you were on another stream. Didn't catch the chat. Oh man. All right. Well, uh, shout out to that to that uh, that young Chad who was uh, correcting my my boomer fuck ups. I'm gonna try to troubleshoot these issues tomorrow because I did this like reschedule event thing and I'm like, oh wow, this is great. And I guess it didn't it didn't work. I don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. But yeah, uh, back to the this. So yeah, the fake story that again, it's just like, dude. Here's what I see: the goyim, like myself, are noticing. They're like, oh shit, the goyim is noticing. They're restless. They're angry. Uh, we, we gotta, we gotta win them over again. So then this conflict just conveniently falls in their lap, this tragedy. And of course they exploit it to their advantage. And, uh, and they're like, oh dude, look at, uh, Hey Goyam, they're beheading these little babies. You don't hate the babies, do you? And they're really doing everything to pull at the heartstrings. You're getting these, these fruitcake anchors like crying on fucking TV. And it's like the fakest shit. I, I didn't hear it. I just saw like a little clip it snippet of it. Um, but I mean, dude, let's just, we, we got more. Let me see. There's another fake video. Let's see if I can find it. Um, damn, I guess I didn't save it, but there was a war footage 
there was a allegedly war footage from, you know, fuck this. We're going to find it right now, you guys. Now I'm committed to finding it. It was a reply. It was a, uh, somebody was saying like, oh, it's like, oh, dude, this is Hamas firing rockets at this helicopter. And then they shot the helicopter down. See if I can find that video. Oh yeah, here we go. Look at this. Yeah, libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok is uh, running cover and interference for the Israeli government. She's probably uh, been tapped by Mossad. Let's see. Uh, yeah, they just found dozens of babies. Some of their heads cut off. Families completely gunned down in their beds. Hamas beheaded babies. Wow, that's so terrible. Even if true, I, I still kind of don't give a shit because across the con- uh, you know halfway across the world, more than that. Just the mass casualties that happened right here. In fact, the Israeli military says they still don't have a clear number, but I'm talking to some of the soldiers and they say what they've witnessed as they've been walking through these different houses, these different communities, uh, babies, their heads cut off. That's what they said. Gunned down, families completely gunned down in their beds. Dude, this, this attack took place during the day. Why the fuck were so many people in bed? What's going on here? What's going on here? You can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other. Many of them reserves uh, who jumped into action, leaving their own families behind as well. Not yeah, basically virtually every fucking soldier in the world that enlists. Uh, but somehow these guys are, are more brave, extra brave, extra stunning. Knowing the sheer horror. Yeah, look at that on the side of the screen. World War Three is trending. Y'all ready to step up and die for Israel? Woo! All right, here we go. And they were about video. to come to. They, they say they've never experienced anything like this. This is nothing that anyone could have even imagined. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, all war is hell. Uh, let's see, Destiny getting in, getting in some good jokes when you uh, forget to change the uniforms before stream. And of course, it's Hassan Piker and his stupid mansion. Uh, let me see. Where's that? Where's that fucking video at? I know for a fact that I liked it, that I replied to it. And I'm like, yo, this shit's hella fake. Let's see. Oh, I'm so close, you guys. So close. Mm, getting warmer. Getting warmer. Oh, dude, shout out to Stone Toss, President Washington. The Ottoman Empire is causing trouble in the Middle East. Shall we deploy the troops? Uh, George Washington, President Washington, I apologize, uh, replies, who gives a shit about the Middle East? Yeah, it's my response to most things. Here it is. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. How many views does this have? 2.6 million fucking views, you guys. This has 2. 2. 2 million views. The post reads, new video from Harim Shah, Hamas fighters shooting down Israeli war helicopter in Gaza. Of course, uh, the watchfrog agent who is incapable of being tricked. This is Arma 3 footage, you fucking liar. Where, where are my views? How come I'm not getting fucking props for accurately calling out this bullshit? Uh, the, the community notes, this footage is from a game and not real as claimed by the poster. Yeah, this... Uh, this, this image from my understanding, uh, from what I could remember, this is either in, uh, Teho or Aegea Marina, uh, a fictional place in the world. Uh, first off, uh, the uniform does not match what a Palestinian would wear. 
Uh, you can tell these are clearly artifacts. Also, you hear English speaking. Also, that's not how that rocket behaves, the way that it just shoots out of that thing. Uh, this is not accurate at all. Whoever recorded this has a shitty computer. Yeah, so right there, you, just heard, uh, you just heard English speaking. And that little building right there is very, very common on the bottom left. It's very common in Arma 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, Palestinians love saying hostile down. Dude, 2.6 million dumbasses fell for this. There's a lot of fake shit going on. Owen Benjamin, uh, sodomy is death sentence in an Islamic state. Nice try, though, Ian. Collect the shekel. Oh, okay, well, whoa, whoa. All right, so let's, uh, let's go back. Let's, let's wind back a little bit. So, yeah, I just wanted to show that to you guys. Um, what else we got here? Well, let me read some of these really quick. Um if all the world's uh, chosen people were in Israel, they would have more uh, chosen soldiers to defend Israel. I tell every chosen person, if they care about Israel, they need to go and live there uh, to defend it. Not this goy. I agree. I agree. Egypt's intelligence official says Israel ignored repeated warnings of something big. I'm not going to bother going through all this, but doesn't that sound familiar with what happened in the United States in 2001? On 9-11, September 11, you know, the you know, Bush was warned by his own intelligence. You know, there, there were other uh, foreign intelligence agencies who were like, hey, this is Osama bin Laden guy's uh, bad news. I can't imagine uh, being Mossad, getting outflanked, getting outplayed by these fucking dorks. And, and, and like, I guess they just flew. Like, if we go to bookmarks really quick. I think I have a video of it just because it's so goddamn funny. In case you haven't seen it, let's see, let's go to the bookmarks really quick. Look at this. Yeah, right here. Look at this. These little fuckers, these little, these little Muslim dudes, they just kind of flew into Israel. They, they just flew in there. And they're not even going quickly. I'm supposed to believe that they got outplayed by these dudes. And this wasn't intentional sabotage of some sort. This wasn't intentionally ignored. You know, it's like, look, I, I don't want to dive into a bunch of stupid conspiracy theories. But, you know, this is the Israeli Times that was reporting. Egypt was like, hey, we got this intel that some shit's about to pop off. And they didn't care. So on one hand, they let it happen so they can stoke more ethnic conflict between these groups. Or... Maybe this was pure incompetence. You know, perhaps this wouldn't have happened if those Mossad agents, uh, you know, instead of posting in a racial porn on X and on 4chan, they would have been monitoring uh, terrorist activity and they could have prevented, uh, what, a few hundred people dying. Uh, I don't know what the total is. Again, I don't even believe the total. I don't believe anything uh, the, the Mossad, you know, media propagandists have to say about this. Uh, but people were did perish. Uh, horrible things did happen, and I am not going to celebrate it or uh, dance around and you know make make you know stupid comments at their expense because it's just not what we do here. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, just just look at this insanity, guys. This this is this is in uh, the U.S. So the Alpha Fox he ended up posting this. Look at this. Look at this shit. Where's the 
we're, we're not, not terrorists, terrorists, man. We're just protecting our own land. That's it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but the, you, you're in America, dude. You're not protecting shit. You're being an asshole. You're being a dickhead in the U.S. saying stupid shit. What is the end goal here? The end goal is to free Palestine? There cannot be an Israeli. There cannot be... There cannot be an ethno-supremacist state. So what does Joe Biden need to do? Joe Biden. Joe Joe Biden, Joe Biden making it worse. America first. America first. Not Israel first. I spoke to a guy before this. Yeah, well, I guess I kind of agree with that, but that guy's still insane. He said America first. You weren't happy with that lie. Israel would not exist without America. So no America first for you. That's actually kind of true. No. Are you an American? Yes. And you don't want to put America first? No. Oh, God, dude. But this is our strength, right? Look at all these people. This is the source of our strength. <sighs> dude, that's why I'm tapping out, you guys. That's why I promote skepticism. Not a lack of like religion or anything, but skepticism of these well-established narratives by the regime, by Hollywood, by academia. Challenge everything. Challenge the the historians that's that put forth these uh, shitty historical books that they force us to study and you know do homework over when I when I was growing up. I think the the more we challenge everything that they say, the easier it is to wake people up. Which is why I do and say the things that I say. Nothing I'm saying is controversial, by the way. Nothing I'm saying is like bad or illegal. I'm just telling people just just. Don't believe what they say. Don't literally just, that should be the default position. If they tell you something, just don't believe it. Diversity is our strength. Well, that's obviously bullshit. Can you prove that? They've never been able to prove that. We landed on the moon. Can they prove that they've landed on the moon? I've never seen evidence of us landing on the moon. You, you got all these guys throwing thousands of dollars at that stupid astronaut, and he can't even raise his right hand up and put the other hand on the Bible and say, you know, that I went, I went there. I was there. Under oath. Can't do it. That would suggest to me that he's a liar. Um, and of course, there's just all that other mountains of evidence, you know, that just, that's all bullshit. So, um, you know, they, they say this is the source of our strength, that this is a wonderful thing. Uh, pff, I beg to differ, man. I beg to differ. I mean, this is, uh, this is not good. Uh, the Gateway Pundit, generally pretty reliable. Uh, death toll from Hamas terrorist attack raises to over 900. At least 260 young people were slaughtered at dance party in desert. <sighs> yeah, and it's like, dude, like, again, a lot of these people, they don't like me. They want me and my people to be destroyed. And because of that, I'm having a very hard time feeling sorry for any of these individuals. I'm having a hard time. Actually, I'm not having a hard time. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't see myself caring at any point in the future because I know these, these individuals hate me. And I, again, I just... Really? Some stupid, cringy rave? Let's see. Do I, gotta, do I got a fucking video of that? I think I do. Just so you can get a... Get, look at, get a load of the fucking privilege, dude. I mean, these people were certainly caught off guard. They thought they were certainly safe. And they weren't. Um, well, I guess I don't have it. But yeah, they were dancing to like some gym class hero follow-up or techno trap remix thingy. And I'm just like, ugh. Really? 
Israel war live updates. Israel regains full control of Gaza border fence. So that was just uh, yesterday, apparently. All right. Cool. I wish we had control of our border. Uh, before we get to that, we got a couple other things that I want to go over. Um, you know, in, in regards to being hated, dude, this is this is Hillary Clinton, dude. Look at this gangster. You know, this is start from the bottom. Only 50 seconds long. Hold on, let me read some of these. Go back to being a slave under Sharia law, then if you're not America first. I know, right? It's where they belong. Yeah, dude, we never should have opened the borders to any of these people. It's like, dude, like if this is what you believe, it's like, why are you here? All right, Friedrich Marx, that's not how you spell my name. That's how the posers spell their names. G-E-O, that's, that's, first off, that's a vehicle. Two, like, the the, the posers spell it G-E-O. It's G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I. It's getting harder stances. He's coming to join the great law fortune. Hell no. I will never be a communist. I will never be a communist. But yeah, again, it's just like, you know, the whole, the whole point is like, these people hate us. They want to replace us. They want to destroy us. They want to erase our history, et cetera, et cetera. This is a, dude, this is she, twice this woman was a presidential candidate and twice she came pretty close. You know, th this woman, people genuinely, they look at her and they're like, she can be the president one day. It's believable. I know it's kind of funny to like meme on her and shit, but like she could have done it. And not only that, like this woman's a fucking gangster. Trump paraded around on stage making jokes about throwing her in prison. And she ended up derailing his entire presidency. And despite being handicapped or being kneecapped, really, and held back, he still was able to do quite a lot of good. Anyways, let's hear what she has to say about people like myself. Very strong partisans in both parties in the past. Uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. Dude, that is so rich coming from someone like this woman right here. No credibility. Dude, you, before Trump, before President Trump was in office, they fucking spied on this dude. The FBI, the CIA, and foreign intelligence organizations were spying on President Trump, and they failed. You guys dogpiled the orange man, and you lost. I wish the media did a better job of explaining this, because it's usually just guys like me being like, oh, well, you guys were fucking liars. You guys made it up. You guys did all these horrible things. And it doesn't sound that great coming from someone like me because I sound like a crazy person despite being correct about everything that I've talked about on this show and the things that I talk about on this channel. I will be vindicated. I already have to a degree, but let's continue. He's, He's only in it for himself. himself. He's, He's now defending, defending himself, himself in civil action. action. Confession through projection, lady. Oh, you fucker. Hold on, we gotta go back. Part of himself. He's, He's now, now defending, defending himself, himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And, and when do they break with him? him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. Yeah, the re education, deprogramming, because we have the wrong opinions. 
because we refuse to go along with the the manufactured narrative set forth by the regime. And I'm not going to do that. Geo is a rock. You're my rock, baby. And the G-LARP does not make you a commie. You are such a pretty rock, like a diamond, but with actual value, says Friedrich Marx. Okay, well, okay, I'm calling me the rock. I guess it's okay. Maybe your husband needs to be deprogrammed from being a Como. Yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, this is what they want to do to us. And this is definitely the belief of the Israeli government, especially the, their intelligence services. They, they wanted to program us. I mean, what do you, what do you think, uh, you know, what do you think they're doing with Hollywood? What do you think they're doing with the advertisement agencies? What do you think they're doing with the, with the television programming? You know, there, there's, there's literally Twitter accounts. There's, you know, pages on the internet documenting how subversive these people are. They're, they're trying to do this. This is why I don't watch TV. Uh, I use the Brave browser and I don't really see ads on the internet because I don't want to be propagandized to. If, you get, if, if you're smart and you know how to look out for the shit, you can easily avoid it. You're mostly correct not to always correct my good Men Menshevik friend. All right. That's enough of that, Frederick Marx. All right, so uh, let's see. What do we got here? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, 76, warns against creating a generation of wimps after admitting he burned daughter's shoes when she misbehaved. Uh, first off... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger N-word is, uh, I don't want to say that word because it'll come out bad. Uh, this guy's like the biggest pussy in Hollywood. This is the guy crying. He's like, screw your freedom. Uh, fuck you. Uh, you're a fucking wimp. You know, th this guy is a fucking sellout. He would definitely throw me under the bus. He would put me in a cage because I refuse to wear the mask because I refuse to consume the, the, the drugs, the government drugs. Arnold Schwarzenegger Magic American was has warned against creating a generation of wimps and weak people. Uh, the Terminator actor insisted people need to be able to struggle and go through pain, misery, and discomfort in order to succeed. Yeah, uh, first off, uh, you dumb bitch. Everyone is most people are struggling, going through pain and misery and discomfort, and there's no hope of succeeding at any point. We've been deliberately set up to fail, or most people have. Um, that's just the way the cookie is crumbling at this moment in time because the Democrats, their whole MO is ensuring that there is mass suffering. That's generally what happens when, uh, the Bolsheviks take control, when the communists take control, just everybody suffers except for a few elites. Uh, you know, you can read the Gulag Archipelago by Alejandro or <coughs> why did I say that in Spanish? Jesus. Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Uh, he, that's a great book, by the way real life account of what it was like in a communist Russia. Uh, of course, the people that were in control, people like Stalin, Lenin, Trotsky, etc. Those people were authentically Russian, which I didn't know. They changed their name. Kind of how like, you know, you look up someone who did like some shady evil shit and then you look at their early life and then you're like every single fucking time. Well, that's basically a lot of the, the so-called Russian leaders who were leading the Bolshevik commie revolutions and purges, etc. They weren't authentically Russian. Go figure. But he's concerned that the youth of today are being over-babied. So you need to be taught how to be tough. Well, where are you going to learn that from? You're not going to learn it from Arnold, the giant pussy who was crying about masks. Speaking on Sirius XM's the Howard Stern. Oh, and he's hanging out with Howard Stern. Again, you're not going to learn anything about masculinity listening to Howard Stern in 2023. Anybody that tries to baby themselves and pepper themselves and protect themselves, oh, I don't want to feel bad. 
I don't really want to go through any discomfort. It's over. Uh, you're never going to get there. It's just the way it is. You have to be able to struggle. I mean, kind of. Dude, you know Jordan Peterson, bro. You know Jordan Peterson, bro. Let's see what else do we got here. All right, we got to get into the pop culture stuff. Um, Oliver Anthony's on the news, the American songwriter. I can't stand this guy. Why Oliver Anthony signing with a booking agent is not selling out. Uh, he is selling out. Well, let me see. What do we got here? Uh, mostly correct. Uh, let's see. Males who take roids and care about how muscular they are uh, to win a beauty competition are women. Friedrich Marx, you're absolutely correct. It's an excellent point. Uh, Oliver Anthony, uh, total sellout. And again, <laughs> this dude, allegedly, he claims that he was offered $8 million to sign on to some music label and he won't even answer directly whether or not that is true, whether or not that happened in any meaningful way. He's very elusive about it. I don't know why. Especially if he didn't go through with it. It's like, why do you care? You didn't sign a contract. You rejected it. The concept of selling out has fueled many heated debates across generations of music fans with such, a, uh, with such a notion, particularly casting a shadow on rapidly ascending stars like Oliver Anthony, having turned the industry on its backside with a YouTube debut of a song, Rich Men, North the Rich Men, they're taking our jobs, they're sucking our dicks, and that a damn shame. <laughs> damn shame. <laughs> Anthony's trajectory has been astronomical. Of special note, the unprecedented accomplishment of his securing a number one debut on the Billboard single chart with no preceding chart history. The revelation of Anthony's partnership with United uh, UTA has dredged up the selling out discussion. Who is Oliver Anthony? We know who he is. He's a fucking fraud who's impersonating working class guys like me. He comes out of, he's like the Obama of the country music scene. He just comes out of nowhere, propped up by fucking rich douchebags. And he's everywhere now. He's a household name. Dude, I, I got a fucking text message from a friend. I'm just going to read this really quick. Uh, we were texting a lot, so hopefully I can find it quickly. I, I, I like, visibly got upset when I read this. I visibly... I, I was so, so upset. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. What the hell? Where is it? 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 Um, ba -ba -bum, ba -ba -bum, doo -doo -doo. oh my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, here we go. I said, I need someone's perspective who I trust. And this person replies, that ah, what's up? Like, Do you think that Oliver Anthony fruitcake is retarded and overrated? He did that rainbow song, Richmond, North of Richmond. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> And they replied, I enjoyed that song. It brought a tear to my eye. And I said, oh my fucking God, please take that back. So they said, I haven't been, uh, so the, let's see, where, where's the part where they're like, uh, yeah, they're just admitting they were, they, were, they were crying. They were crying watching that, listening to that stupid fucking song. Yeah, they're taking our jobs. They're fucking the kids, you know. Guy's a fucking sellout. The selling out phenomenon. Yeah, dude, we know he sold out. Dude, hopefully he fizzles out like a bad fart too. So not only is he like, you know, the John Lennon of country music, but he can also be like the disco of country music. It'll just fizzle out like a bad fart and it'll go away. Uh, let's see. Is there anything good here? Oliver Anthony's path to global visibility. Yeah, dude, he's gonna, dude, you know, he literally said, it's like, yeah, man, it's all about 
signing on to these record deals and it's not about it's about the music man it's about diversity in the bedroom you know we it, you know i just I, I really believe that you know diversity is the the strength that's going to hold up this world and i, I don't even care to make a, a, a dollar because because the dollar ain't shit and i even got a dollar anyways man but uh you know i just i, I just want to play music and, and unite everyone under the banner of globalism and uh long live israel and uh the palestinians need to get out well uh yeah he's like yeah i'm not i'm not political at all man and then of course he's like hanging out with jfk and his like tired horse shit <laughs> oh god dude so his path to global visibility the nuanced approach anthony has taken with his career so far will hopefully ensure that his sound characterized by its unmistakable zeal and apparently profound sincerity remains unaltered and continues to echo with millions his agency partnership marks a new chapter in anthony's journey blending his unwavering dedication to his musical ideals with a vision to reach music fans from across the globe yeah, dude, like, imagine, like, some douchebag, like, in Madagascar is like, yeah, I can relate to this. It's like, why? In this, Anthony emerges not as an artist who has sold out, but who has strategically embraced a golden opportunity to further share his music. Dude, Daily Wire literally created this dude. They literally created him the way that I create my fucking puppets. Like, he's a puppet. Ben Shapiro has his fucking hand up his ginger ass. And he's making making him say all this stupid shit, hanging out with like Jordan Peterson and stuff. Ugh. And fucking the kids. And they ain't a damn shame. <laughs> Alright, what else do we got here? Alright, dude. We got some more human interest stories. I saw this video. We should have gone over this last week, but uh uh I'm not even gonna speak. It's only a minute long. Well, let me read some of these comments. Uh all right, so let's see. Powerlifting greater than bodybuilding. Uh, I don't, I don't want to like you know speak on that because everybody's like bodies are different, but it could be true. Uh, learn how to be a man from a dude who lifted heavy objects as an actor and became a government shell. Personally, I always get my manliness form uh, from males who have never been productive in their lives. All right, well, Friedrich Marx, your your communism is uh, really showing right there. You're taking the turbs and fucking the kids. I took my wife and they did a damn shame. <laughs> Dude's like, why do people like that fucking horrible music? It's so terrible. <laughs> Dude, like my friends are getting mad. I'm like singing it in the fucking in like the Discord call and like, we're gonna kick you if you keep singing this song. I'm like, oh, chill out, bitch. I don't wanna hear that shit. Alright, well we gotta we gotta watch this video because it's uh it's a fucking doozy for sure. Hold on, where's uh where's my OBS? Lost it. All right, here we go. Did you know there's a whole African village in Seabrook, South Carolina? No, seriously, they are a separate entity. From Dude, am the I gonna get in trouble for this shitty music? North I don't even think I can play this because it's got like some stupid fucking music playing in the background. Hold up. Let's see. He didn't sell out. It's just he created a better opportunity uh, uh, to, to spread his message while getting more money for uh, yeah some serious cope for selling. Ah, uh, yeah, dude, he, he's a total sellout, dude. He said he would never do this. He's like. Like when the whole like fake incident happened with like the, the ticket sales. Oh dude, that was a massive dude. He sold out then. He sold out then. But then like they got so much pushback to like two hundred dollars to see this fucking retard. And then he's like, Oh, you see. 
I believe in diversity so much that I didn't realize so many people cannot afford the $200 and I'm new to this. You guys got to be patient with me. I don't know how many times that excuse is going to work. Uh, so anyways, I'm just going to mute this uh, really quick. And uh, oh, dude, it's just not the same. Uh, long story short, apparently there's this African village that exists in the United States and it looks like a total piece of shit. And uh, it's pretty laughable. Uh, we're just going to read some comments. See what the commenters have to say. This looks ridiculous. Who would pay to be here? Who would pay to live here? Yikes. Uh, judging by the African engineering and architecture, looks about right. Oh, Zeno. <sighs> Reported. Uh, so it is a kingdom in name only. <laughs> they pay taxes to the state of South Carolina. And this little, little village is on public water and other utilities. Hey. The word Oba means king. Interesting. Damn, that's crazy. Why can't you do this in Nigeria? Oh, oof. Eurasian emperor. That's hateful. Bob Rambler. We should go there and start shoplifting. Whoa, disavow. Bob, what's, what are you doing, man? Disavow. Can't do that to our black brothers and sisters. Middlemaga.com. Maybe they will enslave. Oh, geez, I can't read that. Can't read that at all. It's not a kingdom. It's American sovereign land. Harriet Tubman is a myth. She never freed a single slave. She was never in South Carolina. She was paid by white abolitionists to recover runaway slaves, mostly her own relatives in free states and safe regions of... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is going on, dude? People, Is it just me? It's like people just getting increasingly edgier. She filmed this and panned slowly as if it's not just a bunch of trash piled up. <laughs> fuck man look I, i'm again these are my beliefs i'm just looking at the photos and reading the comments i'm not really saying anything i think moving to africa would be easier but i have a feeling some of these members of the community simply do it for photo opportunities uh exo biden <sighs> hateful that's neat i love culture history and diversity william shields i sense sarcasm there's one other kingdoms in the USA. Move them to Uganda. Damn, dude. dude uh, people just... People have just lost their patience with all this diversity shit. Uh, that's why we're seeing so many edgy comments that I disavow, by the way. I don't agree with any of them. I'm just reading them, but I'm just reporting what I see. I see impatience. I, I see just, you know, they're just... They're sick of their horse shit. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Yeah, Dwayne, uh, more uh, uh, more human interest stories. Dwayne Johnson breaks his silence on Maui wildfire fund backlash. What do you have to say for yourself, rich man, who was asking for people for money during a recession, a horrific recession in 2023? God damn it. Where's my audio? There you go. Fund. Uh, there, there was some backlash that came, came with launching the fund, fund and, and I want to address and acknowledge that backlash right now. And here's what I have to say about that. I get it. And, and I completely understand. understand. And, and I could have been better. And, and next time I will be better. And I understand, you know, money ain't falling out of the sky and it's not growing on trees. And there's a lot of people out there who's living paycheck to paycheck. And I get it and I know what that's like. I've lived paycheck to paycheck. Seven bucks, I know. I know what that's like. And when you are living paycheck to paycheck, I don't want to speak for everybody, I'll speak for myself, but I feel it's connected. When you're living paycheck to paycheck, I was easily pissed off and I was frustrated. 
And, and the, the last, last thing you want to hear when you are living paycheck to paycheck is someone, someone asking you for money. Especially when the person asking you for money already has a lot of money. So I get it. I understand. I've never launched a fund before, uh, but I'm a quick study and lesson learned. Mm, no, what, what, someone should have been there like, what are you going to do differently, Dwayne? Uh, let's see. Update on the People's Fund of Maui. I'm so grateful and moved by all the messages I'm receiving out of Maui, blah, blah, blah. The stream, blah, blah, blah. To everyone in my social media community right here, our uh, connections, everything, blah, blah, blah. Um, what's he going to do differently? They chipped in, uh, let's see, the Hollywood Pair collectively chipped in $10 million to kickstart the People's uh, Fund of Maui. And then they also put out a call asking their fans on Instagram and TikTok to donate the rest. Dude. Oprah's a fucking billionaire. Despite having a combined net worth of more than $2.8 billion. Dude, by the way, most of that is Oprah. Oprah's the billionaire here, not Johnson. Dwayne the Cock Johnson. Uh, many complain they were already living paycheck to paycheck and that the uber-rich celebrities should dole out more of their own uh, money to the relief. Yeah, dude, one of them is a fucking billionaire. Uh, I woke up. Uh, I would, but I'm broke. You two got this, though. Uh, Carolina Moreno wrote in a comment section on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, well, there's nothing really here. What's he going to do differently? What's he going to do differently? Let's see. I'm, I'm looking really quickly. Uh, let's see. I stand in contrast with me, blah, blah. I was so excited about it. She said her friend did her fun with Johnson. And then I got up the next morning and I saw all this vitriol. And I was like, whoa, what happened here? She said, dude, what do you mean what happened here? Dude, Oprah was like one of the original podcasters. Like her show in the 90s was actually kind of entertaining. She had all kinds of crazy people on. All kinds of celebrities. She talked about all kinds of human interest stories. You gotta, you're telling me that they don't really know what's going on here? They're like, oh, I can't believe people were so pissed at me. You're that fucking tone deaf? And then Dwayne the Cock Johnson. Oh, I know what it's like, man. I got I, I paid fucking I seven dollars paycheck paycheck. What do you mean seven dollars? What is that? What do, what do you mean seven dollars? Yeah, I'll be I'll be specific on myself. I, I made I used to make seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour when I worked retail. When I was about uh, 16, 16 years old, and then you know like I got a better job, and then I was paid eight dollars an hour. Um. So I don't know what you mean, Dwayne the Cock Johnson, you know, so they're just like, oh, I don't understand. Yeah, these people are fucking idiots. Um, not not because they're like not intelligent. Well, they're not more intelligent than myself. It, they're, they're idiots because they think we're stupid and and they think that they can play dumb. They they just they don't give a fuck, guys. They 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 don't give a fuck about their fans or their viewers. They 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 just again, this is what happens when you have a low trust society when you have people fractured and divided and, 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 you know, people just don't have that sense of patriotism in, anymore. And they certainly feel this way. They're like, well, I'm not going to fucking donate more of my money than I have to. Just let these idiots, you know, fill in the, fill in the gaps. That's why, this is why they, they, they fucking $10 million between two uh, combined two point over $2 billion worth net worth. All they can do is 10 million. They don't give a fuck, dude. And uh, they, they also don't respect their fans. Their fans are fucking stupid. Their fan, they, they know that their fans are retards. Maybe not that stupid because they kind of push back. Let's read some of these comments really quick. The Rock earned uh, earned a little $270 million in 2022. It's a lot of fucking money. $10 million, though, 
A lot to most is a tax deduction for him. I was wondering long. Uh, I was wondering uh, probably how long it would take for their their cooked up answers to come rolling in. Yeah, dude, this Maui fire bullshit happened like like a few weeks ago, and this was published on the ninth. It's the tenth right now. So yesterday, we're, we're getting this. Hawaii is a national treasure, but only the rich or the current land owners can enjoy it. All Americans should be able to enjoy this garden. Now is the time to buy up large sections of the island to set up a national park. The natives can relocate to the park. What? And set up a co- What? Whoa, dude, Friedrich Marx. Is your real name Riley? This sounds like some stupid shit that you would say. All right, anyways, let's move on. Yeah, fuck these celebrities, dude. And, and again, these people want, want to act like they're fucking better than me. Their fucking nose up in the air. They're like, oh, well, look at this Giovanni guy. Look at this frog boy with his MAGA hat. And they want to like spit on me and shit. Get out of here. All right. New Yorks are ditching therapists for psychics. I kind of just gave up. Interesting. Sounds like something a woman would do. So this is what happens when you're single for so long. You just become desperate. You know, they're like, well, fuck the therapist isn't doing it for me. <laughs> no one could have seen this coming except perhaps those with the gift of second sight. Look, as an ex magician, there's no such thing as psychic abilities and foresight or any of that nonsense. It's all bullshit. They're playing tricks on you. The, the same tricks that magicians deploy when doing sleight of hand, when doing so-called mind reading, literal psychics do the exact same thing. The psychics are basically magicians without the title. They're, they're some, they, they pretend to be something else. It's, it's kind of funny. My real name is Friedrich Marx, and nothing wrong putting natives in camps if they... Pff, Disavow, disavow. <laughs> uh, some New York, uh, <laughs> fucking it. put him in can. <laughs> Friedrich Marx are terrible. Um, and only idiots would uh, turn to bigger frauds, but at some point, it doesn't fucking matter. I know, right? Uh, area <laughs> Aria de Amor, 35, an artist and model living in Jersey City, was dissatisfied with therapy for nearly 30 years. Dude, imagine doing therapy for 30 years. Yeah, dude, you should have gotten the hint after like two years if it's not working. So she decided to seek guidance from an intuitive healer practicing tarot and astrology. <laughs> dude, this is like TikTok, tick, like a TikTok article. I just kind of gave up on therapy after a while because I don't find it helpful, Dia Moore told the Post. Therapists are, are, are in no rush to get your problems figured out. She added, it drags on and it's a very long process. In fact, Dia Moore doesn't think therapy is ideal for many people due to the cost barrier. Well, it's not ideal for many people. I'll, I'll agree with that. Cost barrier, that's like the eighth thing wrong with therapy. Seeing a therapist every week is like a habit. Like they want you to keep coming back. It's almost like an addiction in a strange way, she said. Mm, dude, we're getting some insights into the, the therapy industrial complex. DMR also believes therapists are very disconnected from their are very disconnected from their patients. Yeah, I can see that. Especially those who chose a more artistic life path. That divide will lead to discontent at best, judgment at worst, she said. Oh, she doesn't like being judged. Uh, New York City psychic Dante Sabatino. Hey, hey, what's going on there, Dante? Uh, 55, who has been reading tarot cards for over 40 years? So basically another liar. There's really no difference between Dante and like a typical therapist. They're all bullshit artists. <laughs> Told the Post that he's seen an uptick in people seeking alternative healing during the pandemic. 
and the years leading up to it when things were changing with the economy and and the political scene. Yeah, so what I'm saying here is there's a lot of sadness, there's a lot of loneliness, there's a lot of lost souls out there. They don't want to turn to God. They don't want to look inward. They want to take a pill. They want to see this fucking goofball right here. They want to see therapists, you know, hang out with Dr. Katz. Uh, like again, <laughs> it's like, you know, there, there's, you got problems in your life. You got to do it on your own, man. Like, why would this guy be interested in solving your problems when you're paying him? You know, like the, like the girl says, she's like, dude, she's almost there. She's almost there. It's like, it's almost like they have an incentive to keep me all fucked up. That's why I've been going to therapy for 30 years. Uh, a lot of people have been seeking out, uh, more into the unknown and more kinds of healing from different uh, modalities, including tarot, astro- uh, tarot, astrology, and, and all the other ones, Sabatino explained. Before finding her own internal compass, oh God, dude, people are so insufferable. <laughs> Through her psychic, Dia Moore began a traditional uh, psychotherapy journey when she was five after her parents' divorce. The fuck is a five-year-old going on a psychotherapy journey? You're five years old. As an adult, she saw several therapists but felt frustrated by the process. Who's this bitch? Betsy Lefebvre was a social worker for 10 years but quit after her psychic gifts left her feeling burned out at her job. Dude, I can just look into someone's eyes and tell that they're a liar. Uh, dude, look at, dude, she's even dressing the part. <sighs> Do you no wonder why, like, like, I don't know about you guys, but you go out a lot, talk to people in the real world. Things have changed fundamentally. And I don't even know how to fully explain it. I'm not really thinking too much about it right now, but um, something happened, man. Something happened with people's minds. They've been taken in by ideological possession. They've been taken in by this this woo-woo. Uh, we're seeing a resurgence of this stuff. And this the kind of thing that the, these women are, are into right now a lot of people that like myself, um, back when I was a militant atheist, we would like combat this kind of stuff. You know, uh, Brianna Wu was a part of that uh, to a degree. There was, you know, the amazing atheist, um, fake Sagan. I don't know what he's up to. He's probably in prison. Um, you know, just just a bunch of people. You know, just mocking the superstitious nonsense, and it, and it was abundantly clear why they turned to it. These are very sad and desperate people. They're very, very sick. In other ways, emotionally sick, maybe not physically. And there, there are real-world remedies to it. Um, but they're not going to find it reading, having somebody read tarot cards to them or seeing a therapist. I think therapy is bullshit, to be quite honest. we, we got to read some of this. Uh, why do you pronounce funny as terrible? Is it your yank capitalist accent that makes it sound weird? What do you mean, funny? What are you talking about? Have you ever uh, thrown a dead pigeon into the sea? Do you have a... Hold up. Rookie writes, have you ever thrown a dead pigeon into the sea? Do you have a rainbow straight black white brother-in-law? Uh, no. I don't think I have a brother-in-law. Let's see. Gustavo Sanchez. The reason for therapy in Fortune Towers is because they have no uh, cohesive community to turn to. Correct. It's been taken uh, from them. And they've been um, psychologically manipulated to hate their own community. 
Yeah, that's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. I, I absolutely do see that. Um, and a lot of atheists, you know, they, they feel like perpetual victim again, as an ex militant atheist, uh, they feel alienated. They feel betrayed by their own family, by their own community. Um, they, they feel like they have zero rep- representation in government. And, you know, that's why we're, we're seeing a lot of these leftists engage in, in this kind of lunacy. Um, and, and of course, like I look at these people, like they're, they're definitely leftists. By the way, Rookie, I'm honestly not even sure what you were saying. Uh, let's see. If you had, uh, if if you said just buy happiness with your capitalist money, you sad, soft people. I know, right? Dude, they are soft people. It's taken from them. And they've been, uh, let's see. Are you going to make a Franklin Delano puppet? Are you a magician called Gob? Uh, no, I'm, I didn't have a stage name as a magician. And I don't plan to make a puppet of any president. Not yet, at least. Uh, Jesus Christ. Let's see. Oh, look, it's Joan Rivers. May she rest in peace. Beware of psychic scammers who demand more money to heal blockages, according to experts. Oh, okay. So only this one group of uh, psychics or scammers, but not the others. Both LaFay and Sapatino said spotting a scammer is easy. If a psychic approaches you versus the other way around, that's never a great sign and pay attention to what they're charging you to. Well, they are, they all charge you money and they're all full of shit. Uh, Sabatino said, while some psychic scammers may have uh, some intuitive gifts, they'll use their knowledge as a hook to tell people they need to pay more money to heal their blockages. There should be absolutely no upsells. A price should be set in advance. LeFay said, and if 80% of someone's reading was accurate, but 20% wasn't, don't go back to that person. Dude, <laughs> the whole point of the reading is to be purposely vague. It's kind of like, okay, like a, like a reading. It, it reminds me of, how do I put this? It reminds me of uh, Christine Blase Ford, who uh, falsely accused Brett Kavanaugh of grape. You make a claim that's so vague, it's impossible to prove or disprove, which is why the, the modern left or the Democrats took her seriously. And... When you have these tarot card readers, these, these psychics, they're they're making claims about your personal life, about your personal relationships. They're kind of bullshit and vague, um, and and they, and it could really apply to literally any aspect of your life, any any relationship uh, that you may have, and it's really not meaningful. But your mind will fill in the gaps, and you'll trick yourself into thinking that it's real. That's generally how they operate, and that's generally how like a magician would operate too. They're very, very good at tricking people. My mentor, James Randi, may he rest in peace. He he was really, really great at tricking and confusing people because that's literally what his job was. He was like the, the modern Houdini, sort of. Um, he did this really great lecture. He goes up on the stage. I think it was at a university, I believe. And the whole point of the, the lecture, the, the, I guess the, the main, yeah, the, the main the focus of the lecture was, was highlighting how easy it was to trick people. So he was in a room with, Highly educated, able-bodied people, very sensible people, rational people, but they were tricked. So he comes out on stage. He is not speaking into a microphone, even though everybody can hear him, hear him. He's speaking into like a, an actual like a electric razor and he was wearing glasses, but they were fake. They didn't have lenses in them, but people thought that they were real. And that was just a glimpse of how easy it was to trick the mind. And again, he's in a room full of educated people. Imagine somebody walking in to some fucking strip mall and they're getting a psychic reading. 
those people don't got PhDs or doctorates. You know, these are desperate people and they're being preyed upon and they're being parted with their money. But hey, you know, it's what they want to do. You are a gobbluth and is what I'm saying. I don't know what gobbluth you're are you misspelling something? I don't know what you mean by that, rookie. I apologize. Are you going to make a uh, Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, we got to move on, you guys. What else do we got here? Plus size influencer asks hotel to enlarge hallways for fat guests. Plus, dude, this should just be honest. Uh, and just be like, yeah, clinically obese, very unhealthy woman, fat entitled woman asked to enlarge hallways for fat guests. <laughs> Why? Arrested Development, The Magician with the Puppet. Oh my goodness. Uh, I have not seen Arrested Development. I don't remember it. Oh man, dude, this woman is very large, but not in charge because no one is rushing to make hallways larger. Jesus Christ, she takes up my whole fucking screen. It's a large one too. Of course, she's wearing a mask because she cares so much about her fucking health. When I tell them I do, they say I'm selfish for taking a seat from another. Yeah, you are selfish. This is literally the definition of selfishness. Ugh. Yuck. Look at her knees, dude. It's like melting. She's got a little piggy nose. There you go. There's a real woman right there. Uh, let's see. Where, where's, the, where's the part about the hallways? Just going to scroll up really quick. Let, let's hear her case. A plus-size influencer who previously demanded other passengers uh, pay for obese flyers extra seats has now called on hotels to enlarge hallways to help fat guests. How about lose weight? Jalen Chaney, pictured a travel and lifestyle creator based in Vancouver, said her aim is to make the travel industry a more accepting place for all and demanded changes uh, to hotels to accommodate bigger vacationers. I mean, fatter, clinically obese vacationers. You know, if you wanted to make hallways much larger you would have to essentially gut the entire building. Like, like I, again, I'm not a, I don't do carpentry, you know, like I'm not really like a construction worker. I do electrical work, but I've, I've been through enough homes. I've been through enough structures before they're built and before people, you know, work or reside in them to know the logistics of doing something like this to a building that already exists and that is like completely operational and there's nothing wrong with it. It would literally cost millions upon millions of dollars like millions upon millions on top of millions of dollars to accommodate incredibly obese women like this like for example if you let's say you have like a motel six and it's relatively small and some of the rooms are like indoor or whatever and you gotta get through uh, go through a hallway to get to your room and maybe it's not big enough for the likings of this very fat person if you want if they were genuinely committed to <laughs> to enlarging the, the hallways for her. You would need to get like an architect. You need to get permits. You would need to essentially destroy the walls of pretty much all the rooms in the hallway that are going to be enlarged. And dude, it would cost so much money. Like, I don't think dude, this is what entitled, what entitled people don't understand. It's like, if you want to do anything, like it's going to cost a lot of money. It's like, Oh yeah, you fat, skinny people like myself, we need to pay for your fucking uh, seat. It's going to cost me money. Like, what do I have to pay? 
oh, she can't meander through the hallways of a hotel comfortably. Well, they have to pay to make it bigger for myself. I don't care if it costs them a million dollars. I don't care if they have to shut down the business for a month or two, so long as I'm comfortable. Like, dude, this is insanity. Insanity. Dude, women in 2023, guys. Look at this. She's like, I'm a princess. Spend millions of dollars on me <laughs> so I can be comfortable going down a hallway. Yeah, dude, this is why, like, dude, the, the, the fact, dude, people just need to, like, like, I'm not about being mean and shit, you know, because, like, being mean is not good. But holy fuck, man. Like, people got to put their foot down and, and hold these fat people accountable. Like, enough is enough. Like, preach kindness, but when shit like this comes up, they got to be told no. Kyden Chaz is in the house. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I got a lot of comments. Oh, my goodness. All right. Standard land will. Demands hallways to be larger for the marine mammals. I know, right? Yeah, sooner or later, PETA's going to get involved. Every foot of a building costs a ton as it is. Oh, a ton as it is. Yes, that's correct. Fatty, fatty, two by four. Can't fit through the kitchen door. Be mean. Thank you, Chaz, for that comment. As a motel owner, I will commit to uh, large hallways if she commits to losing weight. Well, then it's a waste of money. I will hold mine if she holds hers. Nah, I would never make a deal like that. Roast her piggy ass. All right. Calling up the boys. We're going to get the, the barbecue grill out. We're going to fucking roast this pig, right? Uh, just the way I like it. Like my ladies, extra wide. Hey, what's up, Cheese? Beetle boy is here. I love you. I love you, Chaz. You got to come. You got to come to Vegas, man. Uh, <laughs> enough of this fucking Jesus. Uh, like I just, I'm losing kind of how like most people are just like kind of sick of Israel. I'm like really sick of women like this. Like, I, I just, I can't stand entitled people. You guys, I fuck, I like legitimately can't stand it. Like if I was like, if I'm at a restaurant and you know, I'm like eating my fucking chicken tendies and shit, you know, whatever, drinking my fucking water. And I hear someone say unironically, you know, I think the Venetian as nice as it is, they got to spend millions of dollars to make the hallways larger for myself because I'm just so fat. I would just turn around and fucking lay into her and let them know what I really think. That's what needs to happen. You can't hold her. Uh, my overhead press is only 190 pounds. Yeah, no, if you try to uh, overhead press this thing, your arms would snap like a twig. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, you would be crushed under the weight of this person the way those Palestinians are crushed under the weight of the rubble from those airstrikes. Ho! All right, we got to move on. All right, so, uh, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at this. So we talked about this, uh, these wokesters, these woke douchebags who got fucking outplayed by these uh, magic Americans. They got killed by their own little diversity pets. And, um, we got some more info on the Philadelphia journalist, Josh Kruger, who was shot dead by teen. He was trying to help police say, I don't know how they know this. So the, Phil the Philadelphia journalist gunned down inside his home earlier this week was an acquaintance with his alleged killer and was just trying to help him get through life. Police said on Friday, Philadelphia police named Robert Davis 19 as a suspect in the death of freelance reporter Josh Kruger in his Point Breeze neighborhood, Davis allegedly shot Kruger seven times in the chest and abdomen while the journalist stood at the base of his stairs inside the home around 1.30 a.m. 
On Monday, as the teen fled the area, Kruger 39 left his home in search of help before collapsing on the street where he was found and rushed to a hospital but was pronounced dead less than an hour later. At this time, we believe that Mr. Kruger was was trying to help Mr. Davis, and they were acquaintances, said Philadelphia Police Department Lieutenant Hamilton Marshman. He was just trying to help him get through life. An arrest warrant was issued for Davis, who was wanted for murder and related offenses. And this is this is the 19... Dude, bro, you're 19 years old? Dude, motherfucker, you look 40. Davis is considered to be armed and dangerous. Uh, we were also asking Mr. Davis to surrender himself to the police. Uh, so I guess they haven't caught him yet. Police noted, uh, let's see, uh, was named as the suspect in the death of freelance reporter Josh Kruger in his point break. Uh, let me see. Let's see if they caught him yet. Uh, let's see. Kruger was a comrade who never stopped advocating for, uh, am I even allowed to say this? Queer Philadelphians living on the margins of society. The DA's LGBTQ plus advisor community said in a release, his struggles mirrored so many of ours from community rejection to homelessness, to addiction, to living with HIV, to poverty and his recovery, survival and successes showed what's possible when politicians and like, okay, whatever. I don't give a fuck. All right. Guys, I keep it real here. I'm going to tell you what happened before this kid gets caught because they always get caught. Here's what, I, here's what I believe happened. Kruger, much older. Oh, there's my cursor. This guy right here, 1.30 a.m. was a little boy. I know he looks like a 40-year-old, but he's 19, so a little boy right here. Kruger... Trying to fuck him. This dude was like, yo, I thought I was going to get a free place to crash, man. I was trying to get some free food. You know, I got the munchies. It's getting cold out. But Kruger was like, nah, bro. We fucking. So this boy, Davis, put him down. So I'm reading the details of this and I'm hearing what other people have to say. And it reminded me it reminded me of this Democrat in California. He was a high-ranking professional, like a professional Democrat. He was a shot caller, and he was a rainbow man, right? So he's, and he had a young black male in his house. Something happened, and the little black guy, he, he got killed. Um... So for whatever reason, some of these Democrats, they love to do shit like this. So when I'm hearing like, oh, he was just trying to help him. He was just trying to be there for him. I call bullshit. So I kind of want Davis to come forward. Look, I'm even cool with Davis like going free. If that's what I, that's what I believe is going on here. I believe there's some, some freaky sexual shit going on. And uh, that's the only thing that makes sense. Dude, because right, seven shots to the chest, that tells me it's personal, right? So again, I'm talking to you guys, somebody who's like, you know, from the streets, who understands street beef, who understands passions of crime. I've witnessed it, been uh, the recipient of it, that sort of, not, not the gay shit, but the um, the violence and, uh, you know, the, the, the criminality aspect of it. I've just been a part of it. Like, I, I get what's going on here. Kruger was propositioning this young boy for sex, and he got outplayed. And, you know, Kruger was probably like, oh, well, he's a magic American and I'm an ally. And he thought he can fucking get away with saying whatever he wants. A lot of these Democrats, they think they can get away with shit like that, but it ain't going to fly. Uh, 
God. Let's see. Let's see. Why she loses the weight, the hallway becomes bigger. <laughs> I'm small. I need to go to the gym. Max rip. Well, um, if you say so. Uh, let's see. He helped Magic American in life, and the Magical American helped him get through death. What an equal trade. No value lost. <laughs> Probably laughing my ass off the gay watch. Look, we will not be promoting no rainbow causes here. I'm just saying. Like, I get what's going on here. Uh, let's see. A police noted that there's footage that shows Davis in the area of Kruger's house before the fatal shooting, but a specific location wasn't given. So, again, late at night, meandering through the streets, meeting up with Kruger. That's a sexual rendezvous, you guys. A motive for the shooting was not provided by police either. Oh, that's coming. You guys got it. You guys got it here first. Kruger was a former city hall employee who worked as a communication director for the city's office of homeless services from 2016 to 2021. Following his stint in public service, Kruger wrote freelance articles and editorials for outlets such as the Philadelphia Inquirer and blah, blah, blah. Following the, the Kruger... Following his death, Kruger was remembered by Philadelphia District Attorney as an openly uh, queer <laughs> writer who wrote hit, uh, wrote about his own journey surviving substance uh, use, substance, I think, abuse, uh, substance use disorder and homelessness. Yeah, okay, so again, substance abuse, you know, we got a history of that. Uh, we got a toxicology report. I gave 80, 70% chance that this guy was high or I gave maybe... 85, 90% chance that there, there are illegal drugs on his persons or in his dwelling that he wanted to most likely use with the magic American. And then once, you know, the, the defenses are down, that's when he, you know, strikes and, you know, fucks the kid in the ass. Uh, dude, these people are perverts, bro. Like, have you read, like, I read this guy's Twitter. The guy was a total fucking shitter and would just argue with people like Scott Adams and stuff. And he's like, oh, you guys are exaggerating the crime problem. You know, he didn't meet his end because of a traditional crime, though. So, you know, it's not like an own, you know, like it's not like we got like a, you know, we don't get a W here. This does appear to be a crime of passion. There does appear to have been some kind of intimacy involved here. And we got our boy Davis, 19. You know, he wasn't down with that. You know, he's not. Oh, my God. Neck tattoo at 19. What the fuck? Never mind, throw him in prison. Take it back. All right. What else do we got? We got some more crime stuff going on. Uh, <laughs> New York City felony assaults against women have soared more than 40% over over four years. Oh, so since uh, Joe Biden has been in office, violent attacks against women have soared? Gee, I wonder why. We know why. We're not going to read all this shit. Let's read some of the comments. Oh, well, you know what? Well, we got some funny images to look at. <laughs> uh, so we HR executive Gladys Chen was punched so hard by a crazed woman at a 23rd Street station that her contact lenses popped out of her eye. And she's like, you know what? That woman who attacked me, she's morally superior to people like Giovanni of the Watch Frogs. That's why I don't feel bad for you, for these fucking women. Artist... Okay, so we know she's a Biden enjoyer. Artist Amin Azsoy, dude, she's got soy in her name, was paralyzed after a man came up behind her and pushed her head into a departing E-train. Fuck, man. 
Overall felony and misdemeanor assaults on all genders are up, are both up 6% citywide this year. Several victims agreed that women are more likely to be targeted for their small size and stature. Well, that's sexist. But also blame city and state politicians for passing legislation to allow more criminals to roam the streets. Who the fuck voted for them? Who fucking voted for them? You stupid fucking women. Dude, they literally said... We're going to release these people out of prison because they're because it's racist to hold people like Robert Davis in jail. And, and they nod their fucking heads like, yeah, we're going to vote Democrat no matter what. Vote blue no matter who because the giga chuds, you know, are, are fucking lurking. <laughs> Just bullshit, whatever. Let's see, who's this person? Wan Zhu suffered a fractured leg after Samuel Junker followed her into a Chambers Street subway station and suddenly pushed her onto the tracks. I don't know what like compels people to throw these women like or, or just people in general in front of these fucking trains, but uh, yeah. Dude, these people lack any sort of like situational awareness. And then they get outplayed, they get paralyzed, and then of course they vote like idiots. Jesus, can't spell or speak. Elizabeth Gomes was viciously beaten by a homeless man at a Queens subway station after she ignored him on a train. So because the magic American was not being paid attention by being given any attention by this woman, he beats the shit out of her. Again, dude, what this magic American is doing to this woman is what Democrats pretend guys like me do to women. They're like, oh, well, these giga chud incels, they don't get it, first off, I don't have issues with women at all, uh, but they pretend that I do. And they're like, this is what he does. You know, like he, the women will ignore him. They'll ignore the Giga Chud incel. And then when they do, the, the incel just acts out violently. That's actually not true at all. But when these guys do it, when a magic American does it, they pretend that this isn't real. They'll fabricate, you know, the the information of the incident on a police report and they'll like falsely claim that this guy was white. Uh, the New York Post uh, features a beat up BIPOC lady. Will no one help us? Question mark in big old fucking letters. And the answer is no. Because you hate guys like me. You hate honest to God, good Christian men, virtuous, moral men. You got to stick up your ass about their politics. You'll lie about people like myself. And you're like, why will no one help you? Well, I'm not going to help you because I think you guys are shit. You guys are horrible people. You lie about, you commit blood libel against my myself and my, my people and my culture. And the men that are aligned with you politically that share your belief system they're not honorable people. They're scum. They're not going to help you because they're cowards. They're weak. Why do you think Antifa and BLM gang up on innocent uh, civilians during violent riots? Because they're fucking cowards. But you get them one-on-one, -on -one, they're not going to hold up in a fight. They're all fucking bitches. The men that you're aligned with politically, they ain't got no honor. So they're not going to step up but you expect someone like me to fuck out of here. Gomes lost one of her eyes as a result of the attack. She lost her eye. 
I felt pretty defenseless. Anika said, now I would probably carry a knife or pepper spray in my pocket or, or my hand in case I needed it. Jane Manning, a director of Women's Equal Justice Project, also attributed the skyrocketing assault cases to an uptick in aggressive, explicit misogyny. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure it's misogyny and it has nothing to do with the, the quality of man that is committing these crimes. You know, there's plenty of people that are misogynistic that wouldn't even imagine doing any of the shit. On the right, we have a, a leading presidential candidate who bragged about brutalizing women on the political left. We have organization... What? Uh, on the political... On the, oh, wait. Oh, no, no. That period. There's a period there. On the political left, we have organizations that are exclusively calling for domestic violence to be decriminalized. Who's... What political organization on the left is calling for that? I'm not aware of this. She said, adding that this rhetoric is emboldening some men to attack women. First of all, President Trump never brutalized women. Uh, so, again, th these women are lying. And they expect me to take them seriously. They expect us to take them seriously. All right, this girl, this young girl right here, uh, Sarah Arias, 18, survived being pushed on another young girl being pushed onto the subway tracks and still attended her senior prom the same day. The two go hand in hand, she said. Joseph Gastelone, a retired NYPD sergeant and adjunct professor at John Jay uh, College of Criminal Justice, said assailants are often looking to prey on the most vulnerable. Yeah, no, we, we get that. That's not confusing at all. But nobody wants to talk about the kind of man, the kind of person that is doing this. Because it would cast a bad light on the subjects that the Democrats are trying to court for electoral purposes. The, the only enemy that they're allowed to speak of, and it isn't even honestly, is people like myself. That kind of stuff pisses me off, man. All, all this makes me upset. I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm not risking my life for these, for fucking women like this. And half the country shares these stupid beliefs. They look to someone like me like I'm a menace to society. I've never hurt anybody in my life. I've been in one fight and I won and that was it. And when the fight was over, it was over. Nobody's jumping in. No one's doing some ghetto shit. I don't promote violence or I don't antagonize people. You know, I don't celebrate all this nasty stuff. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty normal dude. Um, but I know... I know what they really believe and I know what they, what they say when no one's watching or when they think no one's watching or listening or paying attention. I used to be on the left. I mean, I, I hate to like talk about, uh, you know, bring up like a, like some boomerisms, but you know, like the, 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 the Republican, you know, like an older Republican, they'll be like, well, the Democrats are the real racist. They kind of are. I hate to lend credence to uh, boomerisms, but it's kind of true. Read some of this. Wait, he actually argued with Scott Adams. Rookie said, "Yes, one of those guys died. Yeah, the 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 journalist, the white guy, he died. The activist, the activist journalist, trying to grape a black dude is a crime. So it is a crime. But he shot him, and now he's fleeing. It doesn't look good. Me personally, if it, it, look, if I'm on the jury, and the guy says the journalist was trying to grape me." He was trying to give me drugs and grate me. 
I don't give a fuck what the evidence is. I would let him go. They were sexist and transphobic. Yeah. Jail, let's be serious for a second here. You don't know why people throw women in front of trains? No, not really. Are you telling us you are a virgin because meeting a woman today gives you a heap of reasons? Yeah, I get women are annoying and stupid, but I'm not a low IQ retard that has violent tendencies. Uh, I worked retail, dude. I deal with stupid, I used to deal with stupid fucking people all the time. Rude people. Well, actually, I didn't deal with really rude people a lot. Most people are actually kind of pleasant, but you deal with dumbasses for sure. I worked at a manager gift shop once. I did that for a few years when I was a kid. And um, you get goofballs coming in. You learn to fucking control your stupid caveman instincts, your cave-like impulses. If you can't do that, you don't get to, you're not fit for society. Has nothing to do with being a virgin, bro. Help how? What do they expect? I know, right? What do you expect me to do? You point to me and say I'm a fucking bad guy, but now you're calling for help. Again, you're not going to get help from the soy boys. What, is Hunter Avalon going to do something about you being attacked? Dude, I, uh, I think uh, it was under chronic. He was, uh, he was reacting to something Hunter said or responding to like a story that he told, something along that those lines. And Hunter Avalon was like, oh, I would literally run if it was me. But then like he talks about like being a baller and shit. Like the dude's a fucking bitch. Uh, let's see, Cotton Jazz, I'm misogynistic AF, but I never want to assault a chick. I have better things to do. Yeah, I honestly, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I just I do not have an inclination or like a I'm not predisposed to violence. But am I capable of defending myself if I have to? Yes. Well, the amount of lies in this article makes me want to take these ladies back to the train tracks. Friedrich Marx, you need to calm down. In Minecraft, Friedrich. Yes, exactly. In Minecraft. Wink, wink. Low IQ retard, just say you're not Chaz. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chaz, you're, you're a smart cookie, man. You got to give yourself a little bit more credit. Friedrich Marx, Democrats are racist because women are racist. Men are sexist. Republicans are sexist. It's a little too simplistic for my taste, but yeah. Um, Let's see. Do we have any more crime stuff? All right. Swiss writer who called journalist fat lesbian sentenced to 60 days in prison. <laughs> I wonder what they would do to me. A court in Switzerland sentenced a writer and, and commentator uh, to 60 days in jail for calling a journalist a fat lesbian. <laughs> and the decision is being lauded by the rainbow community. That's why we can't coexist, dude. So this is the base chat. First of all, he's an older gentleman. Why are they doing this to him? Oh, and this is the woman. Catherine Mackerel writes for the Tribune. D Geneva. Oh my God. So I guess this is the woman that was, a, was viciously attacked by his mean words. Uh, based King, uh, hopefully we can get him out. Is there a way to bail him out? I'm going to, I'm going to Google that. See if we can get this guy out of, uh, get him out of prison. 60 days for hurting someone's feelings. Dude, this is the future that, um, that Democrats want for us. Let's move on. New York City pays 200K to girl uh, sexually abused, videotaped by Brooklyn high school boys and school admins feel dangerous environment lawsuit. Well, uh, well, at least she got paid $200,000, so that's cool. Administrators at Brooklyn High School never punished a group of teen boys who sexually assaulted a female classmate and recorded the abuse, feeling the dangerous environment that allowed it to happen according to a recently settled lawsuit. Okay, so it's settled. Good for her. Hold on, let me take a swig of this water. 
Um, holy shit, I got I got some things to say about this. Somebody who's um, used to work for a public school district. The te- I talk a lot of shit about public educators, public public uh, edu- you know public employees in general. A lot of times, the teachers themselves will engage in gossip against a student. They'll gossip about kids. They'll talk shit about the kids. They they'll they'll turn the other way in regards to bullying. If the kid being bullied is like a poor, dirty kid or whatever, and um, you know the, the teacher, it's not it's not beneath the teachers to be engaged in bullying themselves. If those boys were like popular, they were like popular athletes, you know, or whatever, they'll they'll let them get away with whatever they were doing. They'll protect them because they, um, you know, because the, the victim, the, they they'll they'll think they think less of them for some reason. So it's like, oh, it's it's that girl. She's known for like being kind of loose or whatever. So it doesn't matter what what these guys did to her, even if she makes you know credible accusations or there's evidence of them you know brutalizing her on video, which is why she got two hundred thousand dollars, which is kind of low. It's kind of low to be honest. Hunter cry alone laughing. Yeah, I know, right? Dude, the guy's a total pussy. Uh, by the way, if a thousand women take track visits, maybe the other few million will take, uh, will wake up. I fear not, though. Dude, probably not. Swig of Everclear? No, no alcohol for me. I haven't had alcohol in a while, man. Uh, let's see. A 14 year old freshman at Transit Tech High School was forced to perform oral sex in front of other attackers who recorded it with their cell phones and posted it to social media, including TikTok and Snapchat. The suit alleged. Okay, so these 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 teens are publishing underage uh, corn. Why aren't they in? Why aren't they being uh, charged as adults? Uh, Transit Tech created a dangerous school environment that condoned sexual abuse and harassment, particularly by a group of offenders who have been allowed to engage in similar despicable conduct without effective reprimand or discipline. Said the suit filed in uh, Brooklyn Court. Blah blah blah. School officials simply raise their hands and turn their backs on this vulnerable student, encouraging her to leave the school. Yeah. Yeah, if they don't like you, they'll just tell you to fuck off. That's what the, the schools do. And allowed the students who abuse her to remain at transit. Yeah, so they're protecting them. That's exactly what I said. I haven't even read this article. The suit uh, cites the climate of harassment at the East New York Career and Technical School, especially against girls who make up uh, just 15% of its 797 students. Yeah, dude, it's a sausage fest, man. Get out of there. Get out of there. Or I don't know. Maybe the chicks like that. They, they, get, they got more options. They got more options. Uh, that's up from 13% two years ago. Uh, let's see. State data, blah, 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 blah. Who the fuck is this guy? So Transit Tech Principal uh, Marlon Bynum is accused of failing to provide the victim and other girls with a safe environment. Yeah, he looks like a lazy piece of shit. The, the, this is like a typical lazy, just useless bureaucrat, public educators, garbage. Janice Ross, a superintendent, another useless woman. Look at her. Look at these people. They're fat. This is what happens when you make a lot of money, dude. Money makes you fat. That's what Chad Muska, the popular skater, used to say. The sickening assault, which was not reported publicly at the time, occurred on October 21st, 2021. As a girl walked a class through an isolated staircase, she told cops one boy pushed her head down onto another boy while the third recorded the sex act and posted it in social media. She immediately reported the attack. The NY, uh, NYPD arrested two boys, charging one with criminal sexual assault, a felony, and the other with offensive display uh, misdemeanor record show. Where are the, the, the child corn charges? Uh, but the charges were dropped a week later after the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office declined to prosecute. Why? Oh, God, dude. The office does not comment on cases involving juveniles. Kids are kids. The girl's mother quoted the print. 
Kids are kids. The girl's mother quoted the principal as telling her the next day. She said in sworn testimony, a DOE report on the incident said video footage is available. But the school erased the school surveillance tapes before he asked for it, said the girl's lawyer, Kevin Mosley. The cover-up is beyond belief. Mosley told the Post. The authorities did not take her seriously. About a week after the assault, the girl's mother received an unsigned email from the DOE saying, we had determined that the that the behavior that was the subject of the investigation did not violate <laughs> Chancellor's Regulation A832, which prohibits student-on-student discrimination, sexual harassment, intimidation, and bullying. The attackers remained at Transit Tech. <sighs> Dude, these people are fucking useless, man. This is why I go so fucking hard on public educators. This is why I go so hard on them. People think I'm being stupid, I'm anti-education. I've worked with these people before. Not not the, the individuals in the, in, the, in the story, but I know what's up. Kain Chaz, you are not fat. You be quiet. Why don't you speak these lies in my chat? Uh, because they are hitters, uh, what do you think? Magic? Uh, they might be magic Americans. I don't know. I don't know the, the geographical makeup of the school or the, the demographic makeup of the school. Joe does not drink. He's transitioning to a man. Our little rock is becoming an unstoppable boulder. I never really drank a lot. I don't like to get fucked up or, you know, anything like that. I, when I do drink, it's responsibly. And, um, you know, just when, when you got to have fun, you know how to, I know how to have fun. When, you know, right now it's serious time. You know, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. I can't be drinking. He he ha ha time is over. All right, we got to go on to the next story. A uh, pound of crystal meth found by cops at New York City hotel housing uh, illegal aliens. Sources. <laughs> Does anything else need to be said here? We keep allowing these criminals into this country. They're violating our sovereignty. They have no regard for our laws. Is this really surprising? You know, the, the, the Republicans or the people on the right that are like, oh, well, you know, they, they're, they're working for the cartel. They're, they're, they're bringing drugs. Yeah. Well, this is it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Exclusive Donald Trump uh, followers targeted by FBI as 2024 election years. You know, I I just, I saw this and I'm just like totally speechless. I can't believe that, you know, even now, uh, people like myself were literally hunted in our own countries. We're discriminated where, you know, blood libels committed, uh, committed against us were, were framed for crimes that, that never took place. And, um, yeah, man, the FBI is coming after us. So, yeah, I'm right here, feds. I'm a big Donald Trump supporter. I donated to the campaign. I love Putin. Fuck you. I'm never going to fight your stupid wars. Kiss my ass. And... Um, Long live orange man. So the federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 U.S. Presiden uh, presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. This is Newsweek reporting this, by the way. The challenge for the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the primary federal agency charged with law enforcement, is to pursue and prevent what it calls domestic terrorism. Without direct reference to political parties or affiliations, even though the vast majority of its current anti-government investigations are of Trump supporters, according to classified data obtained by Newsweek, the FBI is an almost is almost in an impossible position 
says a current FBI official who requested anonymity to discuss highly sensitive internal matters. The uh, official said that the FBI is intent on stopping domestic terrorism and any repeat of the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. First off, it wasn't an attack, so this guy's a liar. But the Bureau must also preserve the constitutional uh, right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely, and protect the government and protest the government. By focusing on former President Trump and his MAGA Make America Great Again supporters, the official said the Bureau runs the risk of provoking the very anti-government activities that the terrorism agents, agencies hope to counter. You know, you wouldn't have um, counter-protests against your agency had you not killed um, supporters of President Trump or killed political dissidents who make edgy jokes about um, bringing about Minecraft activities against Biden. You know, like, we talked about it briefly, but I wanted to emphasize something there was a man in Utah, an elder, older gentleman, you know, armed to the teeth. He made comments about Biden that caught the attention of the FBI. And they basically murdered him. No due process. Nothing. In cold blood. And of course, it's all body cam footage, you know. They, they trotted out his body. They made a big fucking spectacle of it. And that was just, a, that wasn't for him or because of him. That was for me. They're, they're basically saying, if you fuck with us, you fuck with the regime, we're going to kill you and we're going to lay your body out so everybody can see what happens to anybody that crosses our path. The guy likely made a fucking joke. Dude, this is, again, this is why I don't celebrate, promote, or really joke about like violence and shit. One, I'm, I don't believe in that stuff anyways. And I don't, I'm generally not like that. But two... Someone can clip something or make a false claim against me. And then I got the FBI coming to my house, shooting at me, killing my pets, you know, brutalizing my neighbors. Um, you know, I can't have that. And, uh, and it fucking pissed me. It bothered me more than I cared to admit that that old man was put down that way. That whore Madonna can make comments about the White House and what you would like to do to it, it would go boom. Uh, that fucking fruitcake, Johnny Depp, who all these cucks, these cuck-servatives, they simped for him, that fucking loser. That guy talked about doing to Trump what John Wilkes Booth did to Abraham Lincoln. They did this openly, on video, on TV. They can get away with making threats of violence. And not a single one of them face any sort of repercussions, but if you make snarky bullshit comments, Minecraft type comments about Biden, then they'll kill you. It makes me very, very mad. And when I get asked, like, why do you hate the government so much? Why are you so angry? It's like, cause we're not free. We cannot criticize our own government because we have the wrong opinions. They'll hunt us down and kill us. I'm not fun, says Jim. Do you are fun. Be quiet, Jess. You're being ridiculous. Get drunk and be racist. JD Dallas, I will not. I am an ally. Hee hee ha ha time is never over. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Rules for me, but not for thee. It's a timeless classic. Yeah, and, and like the whole, the, this whole thing, just I'm just so disillusioned by it, especially people like on the dissident right. Because, you know, some of the pe the so-called dissidents on the right, you know, they, they want to act like they're fucking hardcore and, you know, like, they, they actually do shit 
and and like they're edgy. But then I see them promoting and running cover and interference with somebody like Johnny Depp, who literally called for violence against my president and my people. I think you're a bitch. And uh, to a lot of these individuals, um, and I'm not afraid to say that at all. And they want to fucking argue with me and debate with me. Uh, let's go all fucking day. I'm all, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, but I'm not going to simp for these fucking celebrities. Even if they cut like, that's what, that's like my main gripe with a lot of these uh, people on the right. People are part of like the anti woke, right? They, they just, they're such easy lays and it's so fucking pathetic. They're just like maybe one or two steps divorced from a simp removed from a simp. It's like, Oh, it's like, imagine like, okay, I'll use like a hypothetical here. Like some, some woman is like, you know, spitting on my face and she's throwing dirt in my eyes. But then she's like, yeah, I love Grimaldi's pizza. It's the best Italian pizza in the city. And I'm like, well, I love Grimaldi's. That means she's so cool in base, even though she's doing all this other horrible stuff. And all of a sudden it's okay because we agree on that one thing. A lot of people on the right do that. So somebody like like Anna Kasparian, for example, she's a total wokester, total shitter, just an awful, god awful dog shit person. And now she she like she kind of like speaks sensibly about like a couple things. And people like Sean Fitzgerald or or Devin Tracy or a handful of other of my contemporaries are like, oh my god, based based Anna Kasparian arc. Anna Kasparian will never be based. She will always be a dog shit woke person, a coward who can't even defend her own people against her very racist, genocidal-loving, genocide-denying boss. Send that to Anna Kasparian. I don't give a fuck. She's a dumb bitch. Thank you for the claps, meatbags. Or you're waving at me? Hi. Throwing us down. Also, it doesn't help that these guys look fucking pissed, but I'd be pissed too. The election was bullshit. All right. Uh, you know what? Hold up. There was a funny political article and I forgot to I forgot to pull it up. It's a short one. But uh it's pretty fucking funny, man. Right here. This is from Business Insider. <laughs> Amazon's Alexa fumbles its facts by falsely claiming the 2020 presidential election was stolen. You mean it accurately points... Dude, what if they had an Amazon Alexa in one of these election offices and it fucking recorded everything? Some Amazon tech employee has recordings of these fucking douchebags rigging the election. That's probably what's happening here. It's why Amazon Alexa knows. It's not people on the right. It's your uh, concepts of left and right are feminine. In other words, you Yangs don't know left from right. Yes, I do. Shut up. Uh, bro, it's funny. I'm dying. <laughs> uh, okay, that's actually funny. Yeah, I don't want to belabor this point too much. Just thought it was hilarious to uh, to see that. All right, we got to get into some uh, finance, new, uh, finance news. Consumers sound off. Things inflation made so expensive that they're no longer worth it. Oh, I wonder what they think is no longer worth it. Fast food. All right, that's a good one. Airbnb, that's women. This, this is a woman thing because they love to travel. Uh, I travel so much. I'm so worldly and experienced in life because I'm traveling so much. Well, now they're not getting Airbnb. Well, then where are they staying when they travel? They're probably staying with dudes. They get on Tinder and they're like, hey, Chad, Thundercock, 
the third. Uh, I'm going to be in your city. Can I stay with you? I can't afford an Airbnb. And they're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Streaming services. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, dude. I don't understand why people would pay for Netflix and Disney and Hulu, HBO, Amazon, blah, 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 blah. Like, why don't you just fucking pirate all these things? Like I dude, There's nothing on Netflix that is worth paying $10 a month for. Yeah, Stranger Things is pretty good, but like, dude, I can just pirate it and be done with it and never watch it again. Like, dude, it's like the whole mindset of like, I must consume, cannot stop consuming, consume product good, like, ugh, yucky. You know, uh, Christmas is right around the corner. It's October. It's like mid-October at this point. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, dude, I, if I was like struggling with finances, like, yeah, dude, Netflix would not be anything. Children, oof. The cost of living is so high and the job market is so volatile that I wish I didn't have kids because the stress is insane. One user admitted, my wife and I make $130,000 a year together and it still seems like it's financially untenable to even have one child. I don't know how people with less income are having multiple kids. It's because the government is paying for it. You're paying for it because you make over 100K. Redditors then began sharing how much they pay monthly for childcare in the U.S. and eye-watering sums ranged from $1,600 to $2,200. Wow. Concerts, briskets, latte. Dude, people spend, yeah. Users shared recommendations for latte machines that although they run for as much as $350 are cheaper in the long run. Oh yeah, quote unquote cheaper. My wife and I got away from coffee. Let me see. Uh, I wanted to treat myself to a latte at my local coffee shop the other day. I could not believe an eight ounce, eight oz latte was seven dollars and ninety nine cents, not including taxes. The cup was so small, my fingers went around it. What the hell did I just pay for? Another outraged user. Yeah, latte users. Uh, I mean, latte users. Latte consumers. They, they vote Democrat. Uh, this is what you get, bitch. You get exact going out drinking. Yeah, I'm not going to stop that. A newer used car. I have a used car. I want to sell it, dude. I can probably get eight grand for it. I just, I don't want to fucking own a car. Health insurance. Wow. Dude, like 90% of this shit is useless. Dude, like I, I don't understand the new, the new car shit. Like I was watching uh, Jack Morgan, my homie Jack Morgan, and he does like these really cool deep dives and interacts or uh, re does um, response videos to uh, people like bitching about how much they pay a month. Dude, when I got my Jaguar XF, like I didn't pay that much for it because I put a fat down payment and I paid it off relatively quickly. But my payment with like everything was like no more than like $400 a month. This is like before, this is a long time ago. I got the car in 2010 and I still have it. He, Jack Morgan was like going over videos where people are talking and it's so fucking insane. Just their monthly car payment. They're paying over $600 a month just to own a brand new car. A new Audi, a new Beamer, uh, a new fucking Hellcat. For whatever reason, certain demographics, they love the Hellcat. Um, total insanity. And that doesn't include insurance. So you have $600 payment for a brand new car. And if it's a brand new car, you got to get full coverage on it because if you have a monthly payment, that means you don't fucking own the thing yet. So the full coverage for a new vehicle in 2023, if you're not, if you're a younger, stupider, you know, less experienced, very bad credit individual, uh, you're probably looking at maybe a thousand bucks every six months. 
Uh, I mean, like monthly, monthly, probably 270 maybe. I don't know. Absolute insanity. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, I got to go to bed. Good night, Joe. Stay safe. Uh, God bless you, Kai and Chaz. You're, you're the real one. Uh, Yanks think uh, Nazis are right wing. Uh, only Democrats think that. Yanks don't. Guess what? They ain't because they are commies cousins. Okay, I don't know what you mean by that. If you don't have kids, you should be taxed until you do. Sick of the non-reproduction types crying. I agree. You all will cry when we don't pay for your retirement. I, I actually kind of agree with that. I actually agree with that. It's actually kind of sensible. Yeah, if you don't have kids, pay taxes. All right, so. So people are uh, skipping out on. Let me know what you guys are uh, not paying for. World sugar shortage due to extreme weather threatening Halloween candy prices. Uh, so maybe that fat woman wanting the large hallways is, uh, you know, she, she's going to give up her activism because there's not enough candy to go around anymore. She'll lose all the weight naturally. Uh, so, yeah, this is happening. So this is a uh, where, where where is all this candy produced anyways? I don't, I don't know anything about candy. I don't eat consume candy. Extreme weather uh, has dealt major blows to the sugar industry worldwide this year, which could cost you more cash to fill up the trick or treat bags. This has been a very tough year for global sugar. If you look at the top 10 producing uh, countries this year, six of them have had extreme weather. Chief meteorologist. Let me see. If I type in control F climate change, does something come up? No. Oh, okay. I was I was expecting some climate change horseshit. That doesn't appear to be the case. But uh, yeah, so we got a rise in candy. You know, it's very likely the story was planted. And um, they're like, oh yeah, dude, the, the price of candy is going up because there's a quote-unquote sugar shortage. First off, this is the first time ever hearing about this. Um, I, I believe that inflation is significantly driving up the price of candy and they're trying to run cover for the regime. And, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, dude, it's the climate change. It's not Joe Biden's disastrous policies. It's the climate change. That's why the, the kids aren't going to get as fat this year. See, she will lose weight. So I guess motel hallways are getting wider. Yay. <laughs> I think this is the last bit of financial news. I feel bad now. Amazon worker issues PSA to customers who order every day. First off, before I read this article, I saw the title. And I read the little header and I'm like, okay, I got to respond to this. But I'm going to just say this though. It's none of your fucking business. What I order, how I order it, and how often I order it. Your job is to deliver what I pay for. I'm not worried about anything else and you shouldn't be worried about anything else. If you're getting paid, girly, if you're getting a fucking paycheck every week, mind your own fucking business and keep your goddamn mouth shut. An Amazon worker went viral on TikTok after issuing a public service announcement for customers who order every day. The TikTok user, Aniamich, oh, I can't pronounce this stupid name, started the 19-second video by addressing Amazon customers who order every day, every other day, or damn near every week. She said she was pretty sure that customers who order so frequently have the same driver every time, which uh, led her to ask, Y'all see each other damn near every day and you ain't leaving no snacks? Question mark. The TikToker said Amazon customers who order frequently have a bond with their driver. First off, I have never, ever had a fucking bond with anyone who delivers anything. Ever. You, you what the fuck? Dude, what is this shit? What is this? Ugh. She jokingly concluded that customers who don't leave snacks for their regular driver are wrong. 
in an email interview with the Daily Dot, Annie Mitch revealed she's worked for the corporate giant for six months. Yeah, girl, you're talking a lot of shit for someone who's only been working for six months. Dude, that's what's up with these kids, man. They got no fucking work ethic. They got me sounding like uh, Dave Ramsey over here. During the six months she worked there, she's encountered customers who order multiple times in a week. The TED Talker reported that her regulars and other customers do, in fact, leave out snacks for her. Okay. So wait a minute. The t- that her regulars and the other customers do, in fact, leave out. So wait, you're saying that they do or they don't? Because now you're saying two things. The video garnered 261,000 views. Since it was posted on March 6th in the comment section, viewers said the video inspired them to leave snacks out for the delete. No, you're not supposed to do that. They have a job. They're getting paid. That's literally the fucking job. Their job is to deliver the shit. Live, leave outside. Dude, girl, you get an hour lunch break. Get your own fucking bag of chips. I needed to see this video. I'm setting my snack station up today. One viewer wrote, cuck. I will immediately. What's the best snacks for you guys? A second echoed second cuck. Simp. When I move, I'm going to get a list of stuff my driver likes because I remember. I live in Vegas, and I see different delivery bitches every single day. Also, shout out to you, uh, UPS. You guys are making 170 k a year. You guys deserve it, I guess. Um, pff, Jesus Christ. Nah, because I take it personal when y'all have a bad day and throw my package when you use a comment. Base. Base user. I live in apartments. I'm so positive my neighbors will take it before my package arrives. Low trust society. Very accurate. I'm sorry, sis. I pick up my packages at an Amazon locker since they can't seem to deliver to the right address. A third remark. All right. So the, the drivers or the delivery bitches, are, they're not good enough uh, for the snacks. Others that even criticize Annie Mitch for asking Amazon customers to do this for their drivers. You're wrong. You're getting paid for that. Uh, this is probably a young urban female, but I get what you're saying, girl. Go to the store and bought your own snack. Guys, I'm reading it exactly how it's written. One person criticized. LOL, nope. My job doesn't give snack. Bring your own. All right, so we got a lot of base commenters here. I don't know. What are you guys saying? Are these kids full of shit? Oh, man. Girl, what are you doing? Six months and you're already demanding shit? I don't want to sound like a fucking boomer, man, because I get it. Buy your snacks with your paycheck. I mean, Amazon pays great, right? I don't know. I hear I hear both things. Some people say that Amazon's like paying a little bit more. Amazon's offering a bunch of overtime. They got decent benefits, yada, yada. I hear people saying that it's fucking hell. Uh, I don't know what Amazon pays. I'm an electrician. I fucking, I can pay, I can charge whatever the fuck I want because there's not that many of me. Also, shout out to everybody on Rumble. Join me over there. I sincerely appreciate it. All right, we got to. The fuck is this? Uh, why Aussie women are ditching their razors and embracing hairy girl summer on the beach this year. All right, so we got to get into the 304 cringe. We got to get into the fun stuff, you guys. Uh, women are ditching their razors and embracing hairy girl summer on the beach this year. It's sexy and feminine. First off, no, it's not. It's not either of those things. Uh, fell, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Dude, like, if I'm drunk and I'm, like, at a club and she, and she, like, convinced me to take her, like, to her hotel room or something and, like, like look at these fucking tattoos. Like, I, there, there's all these red flags everywhere and I'm just, like, I'm just too drunk. I'd be like, dude, there's a fucking dick in that nest of hair. There's no fucking way. I'd, I'd, I'd fucking leave. 
Dude, this is what happens with women in the West. They're so fucking bored. They like they get into all these stupid trends. Dude, I, I have less hair than this. Ooh, yucky. The video was like 240,000 times. Oh my God, dude. Dude, imagine trying to eat her out. You need like a machete. It's like cutting through the, the weeds and shrubbery. <laughs> what are people saying about this? Do as you wish, but perhaps consider that if you are hoping to form a physical relationship with someone that doesn't enjoy or prefer unkempt body hair as one of their standards, except that they are fully within the rights to reject you on that basis. It's not phobic or ist or ism, but just different tastes or a relationship deal breaker. Nothing more, nothing less. Wow, French honky dude from Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> Very sensible. Ladies don't shave and don't wax. Get IPL. I don't know what IPL means. It's the best. My husband is. I don't want to read all that shit. I'm not reading that stupid shit. Bring back the bush. Shut up. My brain farts. Whoop whoop from Australia. Just like the voice. It's a no for me. First off, I love Aussie girls. I love the Aussie accent. But I'm saying no to this hair. And uh, ladies, this should be a crime. Unbelievably disgusting. Well, let me see. Let me read some of this. Uh, I know where I'm going this summer. I guess I got to shame the bitches at the beach. Yeah, dude, you got to go there. Yeah. Phoenix Marsh is like, go to the beach and just start fucking, just roll out the barbecue grill and roast these hairy Sasquatches. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not down with this at all. This is awful. Probably stinks too. Like a fucking gym locker. Ooh. All right. Honor student loses a scholarship after homecoming twerking video surfaces. Felt like my life was over. Yeah, why are you twerking? All right, so this is the, the young girl. That's what she looks like. Let me see. Is there a video of this? Oh, there is. Uh, the DJ who played the party and filmed and posted the video said the dancing was harmless. I'll be the judge of that. Um, let me see. Let me go ahead and refresh this and see if we can find the video. Oh no, it's a bunch of shit about Israel. We already went through that. Uh, well, I guess we're not going to see the video. Well, let me see what the comments are saying. The principal vastly overstepped by withdrawing her application for an academic scholarship. This is the teenager dancing with her mother present. If the video was over the top, uh, taking it down was fine. Perhaps a word to suggest being uh, more. No, I think I think the 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 twerking is uh, very primal and ghetto and uh, you know cute girls like this proper girls like this should not be doing it. Like if this is my daughter and she was twerking, I grounded immediately. Let's see. I am Aussie and live five minutes from the beach and I am a, a fair, I'm fair in public compared to online. They will cry. Well, Friedrich Marx, I can't even imagine. All right. Let me get some more. Oh, dude, I've been waiting to talk about this. Almost wanted to do a standalone video. Oh, shake the hell out of here. Get out of here. Is it wrong for a man to not want to date a single mom? Some, some men prefer not to get involved with women who have children. While a preference is fine, the messaging to justify it can be problematic. Um, I don't give a fuck about the messaging 
and how problematic you think it is. And two, it doesn't need to be justified. If a man doesn't want to step up, they shouldn't be shamed for not doing so. This is what the, the globalists, the, 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 the global American empire is suggesting. This is their, their, their tactic. You're not going to shill for Israel? What are you, a coward? You're not ready to step up and die for Israel? You're not going to step up and, and, and be involved in the life of this woman and her child? What are you, some kind of beta male? You're not going to step up? No, I'm not. My biggest fear was becoming a single mom. <laughs> I worry that taking on that role would shatter my dream of raising my kids and grandchildren with the love of my life. Despite my best efforts, my fears came to fruition and I've been tasked with remaining, uh, with reimagining what love and family look like. One of my insecurities during the in, um, incipient stages of dating as a divorcee with a child was how my quote unquote market value would go down. That insecurity isn't wildly abnormal for women like me. And we can all guess what feels that. Think podcast bros raised by single moms, dragging today's single moms through the mud. Think high value men in group chats, lamenting the audacity of a woman asking them to pay for a sitter. Yeah. The, the audacity of a single mom asking me to pay for a fucking babysitter is a problem. That's your fucking problem. And if I were to like, I don't know, like if I didn't know better, and I was like, yo, uh, Jane Doe, let's go fucking grab drinks or whatever at this cool wine bar. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I got my kid with me. You got to pay for the sitter if you want this. Uh, bye. Dude, I'm not even going to say bye. I'm going to just fucking block her and move on with my life. There's no, Don't waste your time arguing with women, guys. Don't waste your, your time debating with a woman that you don't know, that you're not sleeping with, that you're not going to fuck later on. Yada, yada, yada. You get the point. Just don't waste your time. Think episode 350 uh, trash of the late Kevin Samuels telling single moms they're close to worthless in the dating market. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, people got their preferences, you know, some people can look past that and that's fine. I mean, there's like, you know, giga cucks that don't want to pass on their own genes, which is fine. That's their choice. And they don't mind stepping up. And you know, that, that's probably better for society. If some, you know, Democrat male, some simp, some soy simp, wants to step up and, you know, take on the role of a, like a quasi father. I don't give a fuck. It's probably better for society in the long run, but guys like me shouldn't be shamed in any way. Think a video floating around, uh, in May from owns, put a ring on it of a man saying he was too high value to settle for a single mom. Imagine getting this tilted over a man that, you know, you don't even know on some stupid show. And he's just like, I, I'm too good for this. I'm too good for women like that. They get so tilted. Women hate rejection. They hate rejection from men that, that don't even know they exist. That's how like insane they are. I think I got my point across, but please let me know if you'd like me to continue. Yeah, please continue. I'm interested in what you have to say. Uh, let's see. Friedrich Marx says, I'll pay for a sitter. I won't even pay for a date based, very based Friedrich Marx. Is it wrong for men to not want to date single moms? Absolutely not. Okay, it's the only thing I agree with you on. As a woman raising my son alone, I can admit that dating a solo parent comes with tons of responsibilities and unique challenges, especially if you plan to build a life with them. Uh, saying single moms aren't your preference because you don't want to be a step parent 
uh, deal with blended families, have to work around a mom's schedule, and accept not being a woman's number one focus is fair. I can respect it. You you don't have to respect anything. I don't really give a fuck what you respect. You you got to accept it, not respect it. Accept that that is reality. You come with a lot of baggage, lady, and if a man is willing to dedicate a little bit of time to you, be thankful. However, saying dating a single mom is lowering your standards implies that single moms are less valuable, and that's simply infallible nonsense. Again, I don't want to get caught up with less valuable. I mean, I think people are getting terms mixed up because, again, what, do you, what does it mean for a woman to be valuable or not? Um, I think this might be controversial, but like a mom who does everything right and she's raising a kid on her own because a stepdad is a shitter, you know, he steps out because he's a coward or he goes to prison or he dies or whatever and she's doing it alone. I don't think it's a, a right thing to say that they're less valuable, but it's more bullshit. It's more baggage. It's more headaches. That's true. But I don't like the idea. I, I'm not God, so I'm not going to place value on, on a woman because of her, you know, single mother status. I, I don't think that's right. And people should avoid doing stuff like that. That's, that's really mean. Um, but, uh, I mean, they're more preferable. How about that? There's, there's some women that are more preferable. It is more preferable to date a younger woman that has no baggage versus a single mom. And the single mom can try to talk herself up and say, Oh, I got a college degree. I thought I'm well-traveled. Yada, yada, yada. You know, I, I fucking make 200K. I don't give a fuck about your money. Are you going to share it with me? No. When you, went over, when, you went, when you went overseas to all these stupid places, what were you doing? Oh, you were getting fucked? You think I want to hear that? No. Oh, you got a kid? Now nah, I got to take care of him? What if he's uh, acting up in my house? Can I yell at him? Can I discipline him? No. That does, like, this is, it's not ideal to, to date a single mom. Like, it, it generally sucks. Like, I'm not going to say these people, are these women are less valuable because, again, I'm not, I'm not here to be mean, guys, but, like, it just, like, it just sucks. Like, it just sucks. And, yeah, and then you got to, and, like, God forbid the man is around. It's almost worse if he's around because you got to deal with the fucking, his, the, the man, you got to deal with the stupid family. Of course, depending on how the relationship ended, the family might have a stick up their ass about you fucking the, the mother of their grandkid. Like, ah, dude, fuck that. Dude, just, it's not worth it. As mentioned, so many of these men were raised by single moms. That is true. I was raised in a single parent household. My dad stepped out when I was a teenager. So when I come at this and talk about single motherhood and shit, I'm talking about this through experience because I fucking been there. You know, again, I worked with victims of abuse and shit. And again, I, 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 I understand the, the prob the unique problems of single motherhood. Like it's not pretty. It's really bad for the kids. So when like some giga simp steps up and wants to be a step parent, it's like, dude, don't get in their way. It seems their sentiments are projections of the struggles they endured in their homes. They could range from having absent fathers, witnessing ongoing conflict between both parents, feeling like they had to choose sides or not getting enough time with their father. All these things can be realities of single parent homes. And I agree. They suck. If they experience that, a natural response is to condemn this upbringing or try not to repeat the cycle. However, when that is expressed as toxic rhetoric, like dating a single mom is lowering my standards, which I've heard, it becomes both unkind and polarizing. It also feels like uh, misdirected anger. You load the single moms, but have nothing to say about the responsibilities of the sometimes subpar or deadbeat dads. Um, guys like me have plenty to say about subpar or deadbeat dads. There's plenty of them out there. 
you know, for whatever reason, a lot of these women feel the need to breed with them. And that's not my problem. That's, that's their problem. They decide to do this. They decide to, to make these horrible decisions. And, you know, a lot of these, you know, young podcasters, a lot of these very popular right-wing bros that are, that come from broken homes, they're, they're not saying these things. A lot of them aren't saying these things to be hateful. They're saying these things because they know how awful it is. And there's a lot of young guys out there who are being bombarded with leftist rhetoric, with globalist nonsense about the, the traditional family, about, you know, new family structures and all this other nonsense. And you got guys like Andrew Tate, despite all of his glaring flaws, is speaking a truth, is talking, is presenting a perspective that is just, that just never existed, but it's music to younger people's ears. And it also tends to be correct a lot of the time. Like, again, I don't like Andrew Tate, but a lot of the stuff that these guys are talking about in regards to single parenthood, about single mother uh, households, again, I went through that shit. Drugs, drug use in the house, violence in the house. Damn, that's my reality, guys. For those, so, and so, yeah, break the cycle. Yeah, I'm going to break the cycle. And I'm going to choose my partner carefully. There will not be drug use in the home. We will not consume the product. We will not consume the Zionist propaganda. And um, yeah, I'm going to avoid the mistakes of the past. And again, my preference is avoiding, you know, a single mother that may have had even half, a single mother who, who's dealt with even half of what I dealt with growing up as a kid. For those arguing, you should have chosen a better baby daddy. It's not my job to raise someone else's child. Maybe you're right. No, not maybe. You are right. Women choose the men. You chose the father of your child. Accountability is needed when we as women choose terrible fathers. But accountability should not mean condemnation and mistakes also don't make, make us less worthy of respect. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not out here trying to disrespect people. But uh, again, if I, was to be, if I were to be asked straight up, would you want to date me seriously? Single mother asked me, would you want to date me seriously? The answer is probably going to be no. For the reasons I just explained. Men who devalue women because they're single parents also show a lack of range when it comes to critical thinking because single motherhood can't happen to anybody. That's true. It isn't reserved for women who have one-night stands without protection. There are widows, women who were abandoned by their partners, domestic abuse victims who escaped the, uh, with the kids, women who uh, unsuccessfully fought uh, for a marriage that was irreparable, and those who were brave enough to decide single motherhood would be better than a loveless marriage. No matter how it came about, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't know how common widowhood is. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff is just bullshit. A lot of women are leaving their partners and they're leaving their, their relationships or leaving their marriages because women are bored. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna, you're going to hear me say this a lot, but a lot of women abandon their relationships because they're simply bored. One of the worst things that you can do is bore a woman. She will want nothing to do with you. There was like when I was working at a Hollister, I was one of the little boy whores that worked there. There was this girl that I didn't really care to talk to. And, and she was like texting me and shit. And I was just like, you know, I'm kind of a boring dude. I don't really know what to say. I told her I was boring. She never talked to me again. 
This is the last of this uh, article. What I also find intriguing is that there's a possibility that these same men who look down on single moms uh, will possibly create single moms themselves. Yeah, a lot, maybe some of them will. And that's, that's a bad thing. Marriages and relationships that involve kids break down every day. And in the process, you create the very thing you hate. Uh, with that said, uh, I haven't had problems finding dates or people who want serious relationships as I parent on my own. Well, are you single now? Finding date, yeah, finding dates is easy. Cause you're you're an easy lay. You'll fuck. Guys are gonna jump on that for sure. People who want serious relationships, yeah, you had no problem finding uh dates or people who want serious. Yeah. As a single mom, I'm sure you run into dudes. They'll hit it. Maybe they won't even leave until the next morning. You'll you'll get the pillow talk. And they're just like, yeah, I just, I really want a serious relationship. I, I want to love. I want romance. So they'll say this to the, the single moms. And the mom will eat it up. The single mom will eat it up. And then uh, by morning, you know, the, the guy will leave. And they'll talk here and there sparingly. And then out of the blue, the guy will just be like, you know, I just don't see it working out so much. So yeah, there are guys that these chicks will, will hook up with that do want serious relationships, but not with them. That's why she's writing this article. Because if she fucking met one of these dudes who wanted a serious relationship, we wouldn't need to write this stupid article. So there are certainly men out there who are open-minded and capable of seeing the value in women who work hard to provide a good life for their children. And, and that's a good thing. Yeah, if you're a single mom uh, and you got the kids all the time, yeah, you better be providing a good life for the kids. As a matter of fact, an eHarmony survey found over half of male online daters would be happy to date a woman with kids. Date is not the same as being in a serious relationship with, by the way. So if you're a, yeah, cause I'll go on a date with a single mom. Yeah. You can buy me drinks, sweetheart. So if you're a single mom reading this and feel discouraged, block out the negative Nathaniels <coughs> and uh, <coughs> goddamn, and go with love is single mothers deserve respect. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. People deserve respect. You should treat people with respect and kindness. Uh, we are the parents on duty around the clock, especially if dads are absent or slack. Many of us are excellent caretakers, home managers, as well as compassionate, loving, and can also hold down uh, the fort on our own, even when we'd uh, rather have help. It's fine to not want to date a single mom, but it's not okay to belittle us. I agree. Especially if you came from us. Sure. Tate is a turbo simp. I agree. I had a stepfather, and my host sister claimed he molested them. I spent 99% of my time with him, so I know he didn't. Never date women with kids because my stepfather is now dead because of my sisters. I'm sorry about that, Friedrich Marx. See, single mothers are the issue, not their kids. I would rather raise the child and not have uh, its mother around. Single mothers ruin children. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely some rough shit out there, man. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm not about like, again, somebody wants to, you know, knock yourself out if you want to involve yourself with a woman like that. There's, really nothing wrong with it again it's generally better for society because you want a child to have a, a father figure in the home again i don't think that's for me um again women are selfish and they're allowed to be the just the unique reality of being a woman and they, they have unique physical challenges being selfish being a selfish woman is is kind of um like a defense mechanism it's like they have to be selfish i get it but uh, I think men should start being a little selfish too. It's 2023. 
the the game has changed. Dating, love, romance, everything has changed. And it's time guys start being a little bit selfish themselves. And the fact that this article exists suggests to me that they're scared. <clears throat> what else do we got here? Rachel Bilson suggests it's weird if 40-year-old single men only had sex, uh, only had four sex partners. <laughs> yeah, so what, what's up with all that uh, don't be little people? You know, some dudes go go a long time being in a committed relationship. Sometimes dude just dudes just don't get that lucky. And I, I, who the fuck is Rachel Bilson? She's 42 years old, shares daughter Briar Rose with ex Hayden Christensen. All right, so a useless woman who uh, dated a celebrity is commenting on the sex lives of forty-year-old uh, men who've had very few partners. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's better for someone to have less partners than like seventy, which we're gonna get to. I got I got some funny shit later on, guys. Reality star Abby Chatfield says boomers slut shamed her at restaurant a uh, based boomers at the table of boomers loudly next to me bitching about me saying they would be ashamed if their daughter wore that top outfit <clears throat> or that top out oh uh, yeah first off this thing makes you look fat you look trashy as hell uh you should have thought twice about wearing this oh there's a video Bitch. oh shit i can't play this Sorry you have nothing left to talk about in your crusty relationships, Harp. Your kids probably would be the ones ashamed if they heard uh, what you were saying. Me wearing a hot top doesn't compare to you spending your night focusing on my tits and making it the main topic of conversation. Uh, well, you're kind of, um, I mean, you're kind of intrusive with this outfit. The F-Boy Island host and former Bachelor's uh, star said she was slut-shamed over her choice of outfit while she was out to dinner. Oh, great. So she's a reality TV star. No wonder she's seeking this much attention. This this easily could have been a fashion swat segment. Uh, Yeah, stop stop dressing like a 304. You're not going to be treated like that. You look like a fucking circus freak. I demanded my fiance sign a prenup. She's shocked, but I make more than her. Smart man, whoever this is. Yeah, if you're not in the club shouting, we want a prenup, like you're doing it wrong. She doesn't like... What he is proposing, a 29-year-old man decided to ask his 27-year-old fiance for a prenup a few months after uh, popping the question in Italy, and now he's wondering if he was wrong. Ever since we returned home, she's been absolutely obsessed with planning every single detail, sometimes to the extent of calling me at work to confirm colors or styles of curtain decor pieces. The man wrote last week in a post on the Am I the Asshole subreddit. He explained that he worked for a well-known tech company that pays well. While she works in retail, Oof. but he claims he doesn't mind financially supporting her. Oh, that's good. Uh, the man said he mentioned a week or so ago that they should file for a prenup as they get their marriage license. As soon as I finished saying this, I could see my fiance's stomach drop. Her entire demeanor changed, and she held an expression somewhere between angry and hurt. He wrote, adding that his fiance said a prenup was pointless. Why? 
She said that she plans on staying married forever. He responded that it would just make him feel more comfortable and that it was just a precaution. Clearly upset, she questioned whether he trusted her. I explained that it had nothing to do with trust. It was simply about having it in the event something were to happen. She snapped saying that I was being unreasonable. If I didn't trust her to just say so, he wrote. I raised my voice and said, I do trust you. I just want the prenup as a safety measure since I make more than you. She reportedly said nothing while he continued. The prenup makes me feel more comfortable. If you don't want to sign one, then fine. But I can't get married without it. Smart man. He said she stormed out of the house and left before he could stop her. I've been texting and calling. No response. The only sort of contact I've received was a message from her mom explaining that she would be staying with her until things cooled down. He shared, I feel bad for what I said and I do regret the way I acted. However, I don't feel like my request was too much. So am I the asshole? No, absolutely not. In an update to the post, the following day, the Redditor said uh, he still had not heard from his fiance. He clarified that he owns their house and his car and pays over half the bills. She owns her own car. They don't plan on having children. Yeah, they get a fucking prenup, dude. I mean, get a prenup regardless of the kids involved. Redditor, Reddit users uh, thought this discussion would have happened early in the relationship. Why uh, hasn't this been a point of discussion when you were talking about getting engaged or married? One person wondered. I mean, dude, prenup should be like default. Like everyone should have a prenup like automatically. You have to opt out of a prenup. I mean, there's just no need to to not have one in this point in time. It's 2023. Women make more than men. Women have all the perks in society. It's it's time to start protecting men and protecting men's interests. I'm very pro prenups. That <laughs> with that said, I don't think OP has quite done his research or understands what a prenup does, though. But if you want a prenup, just at the proposal is not the best time to first bring it up. They should already have had that discussion long ago. Another explain. Maybe if the discussion is not just about keeping things out of her hands, but also about how you would uh, plan together for her to be okay if you did divorce or die. It might be less hurtful. It is a great opportunity to discuss all kinds of eventualities or concerns, the third suggests. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty brutal. Let's see what some of these comments are saying. Insist on the prenup. If it's a deal breaker for her, then she values your wallet more than you, based. Uh, again, I mean, th the whole point of marriage is love, right? I mean, it's about love. You're you're committing to somebody forever until death do us part. It's a, it's a very religious experience. Why does the prenup, the existence of a prenup upset you? If you're in love with this person, money shouldn't be an issue, but it is. Prenuptial isn't a discussion. Don't sign, then don't marry. It's not hard to understand. I know, right? Uh, women are 304s and always have been. Uh, next, uh, at a, next out of five, the water is now wet. A new revelation found the grass is green. If you put your tits away, there wouldn't be a topic. Imagine be, uh, people crying if, if I walked around with a tick. I know, right? Oppressed women builds character. <laughs> Thanks, MTMG. Absolutely true. We're almost done here, you guys. OnlyFans star Mia Khalifa celebrates Hamas attack in Israel. We already kind of went over this, and this is kind of the stuff that I was talking about earlier. The resentment, the anger, the stupidity of having these, these hot takes. Again, you don't have to have a hot take. You don't need to have a strong opinion about this, and I certainly don't, but doing so could cost you your job, like we talked about earlier. And, I mean, dude, Mia Khalifa straight up evil. Look at this. OnlyFans star Mia Khalifa celebrates Israel attacks, urges Hamas to film horizontal on phones. Yeah, um, 
I'm just going to say what everybody else is thinking. If you get blasted in the face full of jizz, your opinion really doesn't matter on anything. All right. We got some, uh, we got some videos to go over. You've ever, ever made? I, I betrayed, betrayed my husband. Three, three months, months ago, I was out on a business trip for three days. days. The first night, I went out for drinks with my coworkers. Wow. Right, this is one of these traveling women here. Let's see if we can speed this up. A man started flirting with me. I guess at the time I liked the attention. My husband had always been loving and supportive. He's handsome, in incredible shape, and he constantly compliments me, so I don't know why I felt so gratified by this random guy, but I did. After way too many drinks, I went with him to his apartment and we did the deed. Immediately afterwards, I realized what I had done and left. I cut my work trip short, saying I felt ill and headed home. I immediately confessed to my husband. I told him everything and offered to answer all his questions. Well, I mean, at least she was honest, right? I mean, <laughs> it's one of those instances where, uh, you know, she feels guilty. Why is this? What the fuck is going on with my internet? No... I betrayed, I betrayed my husband. husband. Three months ago, I was out on a business arrest again, even after he quit two years ago. He's been blowing off our friends when they invite him out to events. He just goes to work, comes home, drinks and smokes, then passes out. He hasn't gone to the gym since I told him my secret. He used to go five times a week. He barely eats anything. Whenever I try to talk to him, he just responds with short answers or mumbles. When we had our first marriage counseling sessions, he barely spoke. The counselor tried to get something out of him, but he just gave the same short answers. I've offered everything I can think of to make things right. I've been doing the things he well, I guess making this thing go quickly, uh, long story short, um, the husband ends up leaving her and he has to sacrifice a bit of the house, uh, when selling it. And, uh, yeah, dude, that's why you fucking get a prenup, dude. Uh, honestly, like if I was king, I could like wave like a magic wand, uh, like, dude, like if you're married and you cheat, you have to pay for fucking everything. You're not entitled to anything and there's gotta be penalties. All right. Let's see. We got a short one here. On her girl's trip and now I'm torn. Hey everyone, long time lurker, first time poster here. I never thought I'd be the one to spill my story on a confession subreddit, but here we are. To cut a long story short, my fiance and I have been together for five years. Every year, she goes on this girl's only trip with her close friends. Something in my gut had been bothering me about these trips. Dude, there it is, dude. One of these fucking women, dude. I love to travel. I'm traveling with my girls. Drinking mimosas. You can't trust them, guys. Can't trust them. Maybe it was, it was the slight changes in her behavior afterward or the cryptic conversations I'd overhear. Mm. Instead of directly confronting her. Yeah, so what he's talking about here is women changing the pattern of behavior. When you see anyone really change their pattern of behavior, that means some shit's going down. That means there's some sneaky beaky shit in the, you know, lurking in the in the background that they're trying to conceal from you. I did something I'm deeply ashamed of. I hired, I hired a private investigator to watch her during her recent trip. I got back the results a few days ago, and as much as I regret violating her privacy, my suspicions were not unfounded. The pie presented evidence of her being unfaithful. It shattered my heart. Now, I'm caught in this storm of emotions. On one hand, I deeply regret snooping and not trusting her enough to talk about it. Dude, why, what would be the point of talking about anything with a cheater? They're just going to lie to you, pussy. On the other hand, the betrayal from her side feels even more significant. I love her, but, but I can't see a future together anymore. How do I even approach this situation? Do I confess my snooping? Or just end things without revealing the reason? Any advice is welcome. 
When, when my fiancé returned, returned from her trip, I tried, I tried my best to handle things maturely. I gave her a chance to be honest, asking if there was anything she wanted to share about her trip. Instead of coming clean, she gaslit me, making me question my own perceptions and reality. Having the evidence I had, I confronted her about the affair. She was taken aback and immediately asked how I knew. I told her the truth, that I hired a pie. Yeah, dude, that, that's your problem, dude. When you when you catch a woman in a lie, um, and, and you know it involves, it's kind of like this type of situation. You got to approach this like a like a spy, like a counterintelligence agent. You can't let them know how you came across very vital information. You got to keep them guessing. You got to keep them on the fucking you know keep them on edge. You can't just confess the truth. Why would you tell them? Do you, if you're not comfortable with lying to a woman who cheats, that's fine. Uh, but don't tell them the truth. I didn't want to falsely accuse any of her friends as some of you suggested, even though, honestly, part of me was tempted. She was furious. I've never seen her that angry in all our years together. Additionally, feeling it was the right thing to do, I shared the evidence with one of her. Friend's boyfriend so he could be informed and consider getting tested, if necessary. It was clear to both of us that our relationship had reached a breaking point. We broke up right then. Despite it being my house that I financially covered for us, I left and checked into a hotel, giving her space and asking her to pack her things and move out. Yeah, dude, don't do that. Don't be a fucking cuck, bro. Like, you can't just, like, like I'll, I'll tell you guys right now. Like, I had this, uh, I had this girl with me, and she, she disrespected me in some way. She was staying with me. I'm not going to fucking leave my house. I'm not going to abandon my home. You're out of your mind if you think that's going to happen. Don't ever do that. We didn't communicate for a few days. When, when she, she finally reached out, she expressed, expressed a desire to talk and perhaps find a way to mend things. But the, the trust was broken, and I couldn't see a future for us. I told her no. And now, the part I didn't see coming, she's considering pursuing alimony payments. For those unaware, palimony is financial support provided to a partner in a non-marital relationship after separation. I've been informed that due to the relationship laws in our state, this could very well be a real concern. Yeah, so what you gotta do, what you gotta do is, look, we're gonna make it work, we're gonna get counseling, but let's just go ahead and live separately. You want to, again, that's counterintelligence, that's sneaky beaky spy shit. You gotta, you gotta have that, that spy mindset. Maybe because I, I, you know, I'm a Russian operative. Maybe that's just how I think, but you can't just like go fucking guns blazing, go out in a, in a blaze of glory, that kind of thing in, in regards to a relationship because women can be vindictive. They'll plant evidence against you. Again, that's why you don't want to leave your house. You don't want to leave your dwelling with the, with the cheating party alone because they can plant evidence against you. They can do some sneaky shit and, you know, give them time to, you know, do things. Um, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Uh, yeah, so this guy, uh, Massivel. All right. That's enough of that. Uh, yeah, some more 304 cringe. Uh, women twerking. This is like a like a community college. I guess it's like a class that they offer. Dude, just imagine how fucking disgusting this room smells. Ugh. All right, I think we got one more video before we clear out. All right, guys. Refresh this. Whoops. With my relationship with my fiance after finding out about her past, my fiance, 28 female, is the most amazing, gorgeous, bubbly, and thoughtful woman I have been with. We met through mutual friends and have been together for two years. The relationship has been blissful, and I knew she was the one, so I proposed to her two weeks ago, and we plan to get married by the end of the year. 
Two days ago, when we were together she told me that there was something very important that she wanted to discuss with me. She said she had hidden some things about her past and wanted to be open about everything before we got married since it's been eating her up, and told me she had been an S-worker for a few years before meeting me. This came as a complete shock to me since I never expected her to have done S-work, but I remained respectful and asked for more details about her past work. She revealed that in her first year of college, when she was 18, she started camming to make some extra money, and after a year of camming, she also started working in an adult club and did it throughout college and a while after that too. Then she got a real job working in an office, so her previous work became too time-consuming and tiring, but she liked how much money S work brought, and many of her friends also worked as experts. So she joined the website they all used, and for the next two years, she was an expert. After two years, she became a sugar baby for one of her regular clients and was with him for about six months until he replaced her with someone else, and that is when she felt that she wanted to stop being an S worker. About a year after she stopped that kind of work, she met me, she said she really loved being with me and our relationship is the best she's ever had, and I always felt terrible about not revealing her past to me, so she came clean now, I don't know if this was the right thing to do, but I asked her how many people she's been with, and she said the number would be around 70 to 80 men and 10 to 15 women. Jesus Christ, so she's basically banged a hundred people. Honestly, I felt disgusted at that moment. I really love this woman, but since that day, I've been finding it really hard to wrap my head around everything. If it was just the light stuff, I think it won't have really affected me since it's so common. I still have girlfriends who are in this industry in college, so it's not a big deal. But the thing about her being an S worker is what's affecting me. I don't want to look like a misogynistic pig or make her feel devalued. But I'm not. Cuck. Dude, typical Redditor, right? I'm not sure what to do now. I think she can feel it because we usually sleep together every night. But I have avoided intimacy since that day. Can anyone offer some good advice? Leaving her would be the last thing I'd like to consider. I don't know how to move. No, you gotta leave, dude. You gotta leave her. There's, there's just no other way. There's no other way. Oh, uh, let's see. You should have told her to ask her friends uh, how he got the info. I know, right? Uh, Hitman can cut. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, that's probably what I would do. Uh, Hitman can cost less than alimony. Just saying. MTMG, I know what you mean. Uh, bro, all those sport, uh, spores being released into the uh, into the breathing air of the gym. I know. It's pretty terrible. It's disgusting. Um, one of the last things I want to talk about. Uh, let's see. Well, I got some messages here. Uh, yeah, this shouldn't. Um, yeah, oh. it should. <laughs> uh, it my prime origins. Blah, blah, blah. Goblino L's. <laughs> uh, good times. I want to talk about Air July. And it's probably the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight. And I think it's worth talking about because it goes beyond drama. It really does. Um, scroll down. We're going to find. Oh, wait a minute. We got some funny shit that I have to go. Oh, we're going to go over that in a second. But I'm already getting fucking started on Eric July. And this is uh, it's necessary to talk about this. The uh, just to recap the Eric July drama. And how it involves me. My community was attacked and we were reported. Uh, the Watch Frogs community was reported because Eric July's people got to, had to stick up their ass about us giving a poor review for ISOM and just generally kind of making fun of and laughing at him. And like initially I was all about supporting what Eric July was doing, not like his, his actual horrible comic book, but being able to crowdfund and create and produce this comic book and selling it and, you know, making that kind of success having a blueprint available for, for creators, uh, you know, readily available. I think that's a good thing, but there's just been so much that has happened where he is filing these false DMCA claims and getting people's content removed on Twitter and on YouTube. He's getting people banned. And now he's calling the police on individuals for showing up and leaving money at his work. Literally that's what they're doing. And um, now they're worried that Riley's going to go to jail. Uh, probably not likely, but, uh, I mean, like, dude, 
we're, we're going to watch some of these clips really quick. Let's see what's going on here. He, he lies and says that uh, that everybody, uh, uh, that the building is not owned by one person. person. No, his, his building is owned by one company, company a very specific company. Not any of the business owners around. All of the business owners on earth around there could hypothetically get together and say, oh, well, well we don't want him there. First of all, not sufficient. They all have to provide individual notice to him that he cannot be there. He can't, they can't just have a generalized statement of, well, I don't want uh, this fat retard named Riley there. No, you have to tell the fat retard that he can't be there. You can't expect him to know. Second of all, I don't believe you for a fucking second that every business owner did that. And third of all, none of those business owners own that building or that parking lot. It's owned by one LLC and you know that. And that, that you lie about that, that is stupid, stupid because, because you can fucking look it up, Ripa. What, what am I, just a white bread ass nigga? Oh, dude, he says the N-word. Fuck, I don't know if I can play this. Because I just tried to clarify what Podna meant. Because people have accused me of having a business relationship with Dick. Just want to clarify I'm just his friend. I'm not his business partner. Not being a white bread ass nigga. I'm, I'm trying, trying to help you and tell you why you're legally insufficient on this shit. You don't own the parking lot. You're probably not even renting it. You might be renting access to two or three exclusive spaces. You know, I know because I did practice nigga. And I read a bunch of fucking commercial leases and have negotiated way more of them than you. All right. I know how they read. Homie, I'm not <laughs> trying to harm crying. you. <laughs> Jesus. But if you're going to sit there and misrepresent shit and lie and say all the business owners got to get blah, 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 blah. They don't own the parking lot. They don't own the structure. You're all lessees. You're all leasing, all of you. And you can Google it. You can fucking Google Yeah. Yeah, you know... <sighs> Damn, dude. The videos of Eric July being brought up. He says, I'm graping you and your bro, bro. What did Eric July mean by this? Bunny emoji. Damn, dude. It's everything that Marvel and DC does. Guys, if you want to know what is wrong with Marvel and DC, look no further than Eric July because he is the exact same disease. He has got success beyond everybody else. He thinks he's the biggest fucking fish in the pond and he needs to protect it. And if you don't believe me, watch his publicly a video, uh, publicly available video today. He says, we got 50 employees. We got to protect. I, I got to protect. I got to do a different track. Notice what happened today, by the way. After the discussion yesterday, suddenly Eric July has a different approach today. But how he needs to do business because he has to protect his 50 people or whatever. Eric July has become Marvel and DC. He's become everything he hates. And I, I hate it. Because he can't make good stories. <laughs> Eric has built a reputation. I will confront trolls. I'll make fun of them. I'll monetize my haters. You picked a troll that doesn't give a shit. 
depict a troll if it doesn't care what you say. How much you flex, you talk about pulling up or the streets or carrying a gun illegally like a fucking retard in public places where people could report you or trying to conflate a place of business versus a place of uh, uh, your, your home or trying to say he's threatening you even though you're not there, you're admitting over and over that you're not there or for some dumb goddamn reason on earth when I said, are you scared of Riley who you have talked about shooting? Are you scared of him? You said no. If you are so fucking dumb as to say no to someone that you have talked about literally putting bullets in are you scared of them? No. Then you will go to prison forever. You said he's threatening your employees. You got to take it seriously. You got to do this. I got to take it seriously. I got to take it seriously. Why you're posting on YouTube every fucking day instead of calling the police. I got to do this. I got to do this. And I say, are you afraid of Riley assaulting you? Holding you down, shaving your arms? No. If you shoot him, then you're guilty of murder. Not, Not self-defense, brother. You're, You're guilty, guilty of fucking murder. Yes, in Texas. If you don't know what he'll do, you do not have justification to shoot. I don't know how many people need to hear this. I don't know what he'll do is not the same as I am scared for my life because he's crazy. Yeah, and, and Riley is not crazy at all. He's just a troll. He's fucking with Eric. He's showing up at his warehouse and leaving money there and little stickers of bunnies. That's not, I mean, there's so many elements of self-defense missing. Um, you can't possibly justify shooting and, and killing and ending somebody's life over something so trivial. But one of the things that stood out to me, and I ended up watching most of the, the rant here from uh, Nick Rakita before he removed the video because he kept calling Eric July the N-word was that he's just as bad, if not worse, than Marvel and DC. And that is absolutely true. You called yourself this counterculture version of Marvel, the MCU. That's what they like to call it. And they're, they're, they're an alternative to the, 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 the main model of, of conducting comic book business, if you will. And it's like, yeah, our comic books, they're not going to have, you know, you're not, the men aren't going to suck each other's dicks. You know, there's not going to be a woman with a penis under her skirt. You know, we're not going to promote, you know, the agenda. Okay, cool. All that's great. And he crowdfunds and is very successful. He's able to produce and release this product at a somewhat reasonable time frame. It's fantastic. However, the story sucks. It's no good. And he demands complete and total support from his friends complete and total conformity among the, the culture warrior cucks that orbit him. And if you don't support the message, his message, you'll get blacklisted. There's a detractor list. Um, I don't believe I have that video saved, but um, I mean, when, when Nick Ricada is saying like, dude, you're just like Marvel and DC, maybe worse. He's not lying. That's what Hollywood does. Hollywood blacklists people who have the wrong opinions, who aren't conformists, who are who are Okino class. Um, Eric July is punishing certain people. 
Uh, Nick Riquetta hasn't elaborated further because he was really drunk. I wish Dick Masterson was able to get that out of him. And let me see. Is this it's a video? It's in the other video. video. He, he lies. lies and no, I already watched that. Yeah, I mean, dude, like the guy is just a coward. Eric July is a coward. And, you know, like if if people took Nick Riquetta's approach to Eric July's shitty comic book and they're like, look, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to support Eric because he's my friend. Cool. But they're all wearing the ISOM paraphernalia. They're all promoting, you know, his bullshit. And Dick Masterson was able to troll Eric July and tear down the culture warrior douchebags by merely asking questions. Have you read ISOM? What did you like about ISOM? None of them can, can answer. And a lot of the, the people that are in Hollywood that, that produce all the shitty content, none of them can say, like, what did you like about this? What was good about this movie or whatever the case may be? Like, like the Avengers shit. Like, I, like I, I grilled people about, you know, the, the fucking Avengers bullshit or the Guardians of the Galaxy nonsense. And I think those, those things suck. And when people, like, ask, like, when I ask them, like, well, what was good about it? None of them can answer the question. Isom is absolutely terrible. And these people are, are just liars. They're fucking bullies. And, you know, if you don't conform, dude, like they're, they're exactly the same. Except they have less rainbow flags. These videos are hilarious. Dude, the, the, the ego verse. What's, What's good, good people? So, so a lot of y'all ask me, Derek. How do you harvest so much money from kids when you can't write? Well, I mean, I don't have a single skill or talent at all. I just shout at kids and pretend that I do. Here's how you do it. Derek, my damn wings and beans? I'm coming. So in this big, wide old world we live in, there are hundreds of thousands of amazing comics, old and new. So many, in fact, we ain't never going to run out. But then, of course, people like me exist. And what I attempt to do is try to convince as many kids as I can that just a small handful of really bad comics by Marvel and DC are actually the entire comic industry. Then, just like every TV evangelist poor me hungry for money, and I bark and I shout and I make the worst kind of noise daily on YouTube in an attempt to create a completely false reality that the entire comics industry is bad and that I'm the way forward. Then, once the gaslighting of my subscribers is complete, and with, with the financial backing and donation from Grenbeck and Lazy Media, I announced that I'm going to make a comic that is going to replace Marvel, replace DC, be anti-woke, blah, 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 and be all the buzzwords I used in my campaign to get as many $30 pre-orders that I can. How the hell can I keep this scam going? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got an idea. Come on, pick up. Hello? Hey, is that Chuck? Chuck Dickman? Yes, this is Chuck. Hey, my name is Derek Julies. Listen, I need to buy your name so I can use it to scam, I mean sell, my really crappy comics. Right. Okay. Well, I guess I haven't done anything significant in over 10 years, and I suppose I could really do with the money right now? Don't you worry about the money. I harvested a lot from kids on YouTube. Uh, hmm. You just let me use your name so it makes my goofy shit sound credible. Sure, what the hell. Okay, what did I just email my two millionth time? Want to watch me post the exact same video of pure repetitive brain rot over and over again? Then just repeat the buzzwords, give me your money, and I'll see you in the next video. <laughs> yeah, I want to collab with this dude. 
uh, the ripoff verse. That, that's who made that comic, and he has like the little puppets and shit. Those puppets are adorable. He did a really excellent job. They're very, very simple, but they got a lot of detail, and I think they're fantastic. Yeah, man. Um, I, I've, I've made it a, you know, like, I want to make content and be as honest as I possibly can uh, when speaking about anything. And, you know, part of, if I, not if, I'm, since I'm doing this, there's a very strong possibility that a lot of these people are never going to like me because I don't like this comic book because I, I, I speak honestly about some of the things that are going on here. And uh, what I see is somebody who may have potentially committed charity fraud. Probably. Maybe. Air July probably did that. Air July is frail. He's weak. He's a coward. And he's threatening violence against a comedian because he showed up at his warehouse where he's selling and distributing these stupid comics. And he left stickers there and, and money there. And he's threatening to kill him. So now... And, and like no one, if this was like, like a Brie Larson or Rachel Ziegler, because those are like the boogeymen on, on the, you know, right now for the culture warrior cucks. If it was them making these kinds of threats, you know, the, the quartering would make like eight fucking videos a day, you know, milk the drama for everything that it's worth. But because Eric July is the one making these threats, because he's the one that committed the, may have allegedly committed the charity fraud, you know, they're all defending him. And, you know, at the very least, like, he should answer for where that money went. Because the things that he was saying about the charity and the money that was, you know, the money that he made or the, the money that, that people were paying and none of it makes sense. Um, so one to go on a limb, Air July probably misspoke because he's stupid. He's not very intelligent. But even then, his story sucks. His comic book is shit. And instead of owning it, he puts people on blacklists. He harasses them. He tries to, you know, he threatens them with violence, tells them to pull up. But then he calls the police on people like Riley and say he's like felony stalking or whatever. But, uh, you know, like I've wrote, I'm a screenplay writer and I've sent out my screenplays to, to very large studios, the kind of studios that put people's movies on the big screen. And there's a possibility that I would have gotten feedback from somebody in the industry. And, and it would have not have been good. I mean, there was one of my, one of my first screenplays. I literally went over it like five or six times because I wasn't satisfied with it. And I knew it was shitty the first like three or four times. Now, if I were to react by attacking someone in the industry, threatening them, I would be blacklisted immediately. Air July, uh, he sucks. And these people are a bunch of talentless losers. Nina Infinity, useless. Anna the Star Wars Girl, useless. A lot of, the, I mean, the, all these people are fucking useless. With the exception of like a couple. Like Jeremy of D-Day Cobra, probably a solid dude. But all these other guys, I mean, they can't fucking write. They 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 can't make films. You know, they, they, they criticize us for saying ISUM sucks. They say that we're harming his business for, for stating a, a, a fucking fact, for, for publishing our own opinions. But this is literally what they do all the time. Unbelievable. The hypocrisy. You know, it's like 
They they shit on the Marvel and DC just nonstop. But when we do it to them, when they get a taste of their own medicine. And by the way, I don't even disagree with their opinions about like Star Wars and Disney or whatever. Like all that shit sucks. I don't I don't watch any of it. I think it's all garbage. I, I feel like they secretly enjoy it though, because they're kind of like, you know, children. Like the way that I I view the culture warrior cucks, the little culture warrior dorks, um, the way that I see them, I, I see these people as like the the rejects in high school. They were never really popular. They were never, they didn't have a lot of friends growing up, but they were able to kind of make it happen here on YouTube. And, uh, and that, and that's why they act like bullies. That's why they act the way that they do. Eric July is kind of like a sad example because he actually is kind of talented. He's a great singer. He's a great performer. The guy can fucking rock out. And I got more good things to say about Eric July than not, but his behavior really is a massive turnoff to a lot of people. And I'm kind of over it. Um, but, um, I think what's important is just to be myself and just to be honest and speak honestly about these things. It's not going to make me any friends, but uh, that's what Nick Rakita said. He's like, look, if they're not going to invite me to the parties, they're not going to invite me out. They're not going to be cool with me. They're not going to host me on their streams. So fucking be it because he refused to disavow Dick Masterson because he was mean and kind of, you know, a jerk to Eric July, but it was kind of back and forth. They were exchanging blows. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. Um, it's why I don't want to be a part of any group. And it's probably better for me to do this thing solo moving forward and avoiding people's drama, people's horse shit. Because if I'm not tied down with anybody, I'm, I'm, I can speak honestly. Let's see what's going on in Rumble really quick. All right, cool. So yeah, I don't know why the launch did not work out that well. But yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. I got to clear out all this stuff and I got to get my dogs inside. It's getting kind of cold out. So yeah, that's the show. Holy shit. Uh, don't cry or worry about the, the bullshit in Israel. It's okay not to have a fucking opinion on these things. It, it, it's like, dude, focus on your family. Focus on your health. Focus on your 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 immediate affairs. You know, concerning yourself with the affairs of desert people is just, it's a fool's errand. It's a loser errand. This is a stupid thing to do. It's not my fucking problem. Don't care. So everybody, you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you for so much for joining me. Sincerely appreciate it. Is it Tuesday? I just want to double check that it's Tuesday. Yeah, it is. Dude, I got like a million text messages. I got, I'm like watching in the corner of my eye. All right, everybody, I'm out. Peace.